So now we just have to shoot the shit until we have an intro. You know? Let's talk about our pets since neither of them are here. I miss our pets. I miss both of our pets. Poopy McDoodle McStamper Sim Pooper. Mm-hmm. Anderson Pooper. <laughs> Mr. Pooper. Anderson Pooper. That's her new nickname. You know, I've started calling her like villains from movies. <laughs> so like I call her Hans Gruber from Die Hard and she responds. I also call her Mugatu and she responds. Oh God, why? I'm like Mugatu. And she's like, whoop. <laughs> and yeah, I call her poop butt and all those things. Nicole sent me a picture of Nessie today and she looked fairly annoyed. And Nicole said it was because she ate all her food and didn't give her any chicken. Because she's become quite the beggar the last few months. Because we've been eating healthier, so we've been grilling chicken and then chopping it up. And Nessie's been like getting more and more aggressive with the food every single time. And now she's like jumping up on the counter. She's not allowed on the counter. She knows she's not to get, to ask for chicken. Like we can't see her or hear her or, or feel her because she's rubbing, clawing, meowing, and then running back and forth. <laughs> we can hear you, Nessie. We know you. We know you exist. She's being a brat. Yeah, Lola's new thing, because I've really moved into... My office is pretty much set up. She, like, can see out into the front yard now. and <laughs> The birds must die. There's just a lot of new enemies for her. There's my neighbors. There's the squirrels. There's the birds. There's the mailman, the UPS man, the FedEx man. And because I live in Ohio, there's, like, the ice... The, the, the people who... De- the salt... The salt trucks... And those things, to be fair, when I was a kid, I thought they were monsters too. Like, <laughs> they're massive. They're really loud, and they like have flashing lights, and like they shoot salt out the back. Like, it looks weird. I've never seen one. Of course not. It must be hard to have never seen a salt. Truck. I know winters are brutal. It's like fifty degrees. It's freezing. Yeah, it was like forty degrees here, and you're like, oh my god, it's I so am cold. cold. It is cold. Yeah, we had to turn the heat on. It's that cold here. Yeah, in March. Yeah. It's early March, though. I want a refund. <laughs> Just for all of this. <laughs> I want a refund for everything. Like, it my is, time. It has not been a good extra life for us. It's been I, good for other people, just not us. I want a refund of my time, my money, my effort, and... I was pretty pissed at Mr. Mouse when I found out those tickets we got, so yeah oh yeah we got tickets to disneyland and then we're like well we can't really go because we're busy doing the event but what i'll do is Asif was kind of to give me his ticket and i'm like oh cool me, me and nicole will come back in the next year or two years or whatever because they expire in two years so i checked the the front desk and they were like go fuck yourself they were like, they were like ha, ha, your tickets expire in three days ha, ha. so i can't come back and i'm just like oh this is nice of mr mouse to give me expired tickets thanks mr mouse yeah so i mean they expected us to go while we were here but it just didn't work out that so, way. I'll probably end up giving them to a family or something. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. At least it'd be some kind of positive co- to come out of this mess. Well, I guess we could start the show. Or I could auction them off at for the bucks at tomorrow. For the charity bucks. Oh. I could do that instead. That's a good idea. Ask Angel to have the mic. I'm, I'm auctioning off two of my things for charity bucks. We'll start the bidding at five charity bucks. Yeah. Uh, and that can raise money for charity. That's a good idea. Yes. They might not want you to. They might not want to make it public that you're doing it. You could just do it on the side. Oh. They're weird about that stuff. Really? I'll ask first. Ask him. I'll ask first. Yeah. Th- I mean, they're totally cool. They'll tell you yes or no, and they'll tell you why. But like, 
you know, I don't I don't want to put them in a position where like they get in trouble. Yeah. Well, it's not real money, so I'm not scalping. No, I know. Yeah. I know. And it's, it's for, for charity. charity. But it doesn't matter. Mr. Mouse will, his will have secret, his... His secret police will get you. You'll get thrown into Disney jail. Is that like regular jail, but you have like inflatable like bars and... No, they just make you listen to Let It Go on loop <laughs> in every language. That's my hell. I know, right? That's my hell. Maybe I'll start the episode with Let It Go. No, please, God, no. <laughs> no, please, 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 please. No, 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 no. Okay, we'll start the show. Welcome to the ShackCast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. I'm your host, Asif Khan. I'm CEO, Editor-in-Chief, Chief Puppy Wrangler, but not this week because my puppy's in Ohio and I'm in Florida. With me, not usually, and back from a perma ban after David's weeks of lobbying for him, Greg Burke, our video guy extraordinaire. Welcome back to the Shack Cast, Greg. I put you in a corner, and the fans have spoken, and they shall receive the Greg. The alternative was me just talking to myself while you just cried in the corner. I would have played Darkest Dungeon on Switch. Yeah, I'm sure you would have. I would have. <laughs> and it would have been weird. Like I don't know how to do a podcast by yourself. Do people do that? No. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I guess they do video blogs. That's different. But I, that's the closest I can think that compares. Yeah, like a vlog where you're talking to your viewers. That's different. Like Twitch shows where you're talking to your viewers. That's different. It just can't be done. No. It can't. No, like you look at the greatest podcasts out there, the greatest radio shows out there. Howard Stern, you know, like uh, he has Robin, you know, like Joe Rogan has a series of douchebags that come on his show yeah, you need a co-host or you need a, a, a an interviewee you need someone to bounce ideas off of you need someone to converse with otherwise you're just talking to yourself into a void so he needed me that was the only reason i'm, 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 I'm unbanned only reason that we you. unbanned you and i might ban you before the end of this episode we oh, don't know no. it, it depends it depends how you behave this that episode. filter has to be a maximum voltage right now for me not to say anything to get banned again but you know since we're here in disney world you know I'm not the only one that has uh, fascist policies. We're here in Disney World, and we have to go past got, uh, secret police. Mickey Mouse's Mr. Police. Mouse's secret police. Everywhere we go, you got to show IDs. You got to get scanned. The guy knew your name when we came in here today. He did. He was like, welcome back, Greg. Greg. It was kind of weird. I can see you haven't showed anything to your room, Greg. Mouse well, yeah. is concerned, Greg. Yeah. So, you know, we're we're here in Orlando, Florida, which is normally sunny, but it's actually kind of cold this week. It's like it's been sunny. It's just been freezing. Yes. Yeah, oh, freezing by Florida standards. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're here for Extra Life United. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the episode, but we wanted to get to some 
other news. There's a ton of news that broke while we were here. Always. So, of course, like, while I'm not in Slack and they need me, every kind of news happened. Uh, so it's, it was all over the place, but I think the first bit of news, uh, is kind of, it's kind of a twofold thing we want to talk about. Fortnite mania is sweeping the nation, right? I played it for the first time here or the battle royale mode here. Yeah. You had played the save the world mode before. Yeah. I like that mode a lot better than the battle royale mode, but they're both fun modes. I mean, battle royale is free. Yeah. So who can argue with free? Uh, but the little bit of news that came out about that, and it's funny, we were teasing uh, their their esports community manager, uh, Matt Matt Layman, Matt Layman, aka Lumen. Lumen. We were teasing him about. Uh, uh, we were basically just trolling him and being like, <laughs> "Okay, so give us some scoops." And we're like, "Fortnite for Switch confirmed with the amiibo support by Matt Layman." <laughs> but, by Matt Layman. <laughs> but literally the next day, they confirmed Fortnite for iOS and Android. Which is just bizarre. I don't know how that's going to work. I think they're trying to establish a community before anyone else does on mobile for that game. But there's already Rules of Survival, which is a PUBG clone. Yeah, but it's not Fortnite. You know what I mean? I understand. There, there wasn't like a Fortnite clone. Yeah. That's smart. It's also the style. Like, what, like over like I know it's, 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 it's literally the same as PUBG except for the building mechanics is the only thing that adds, I think adds a ton. But I like it better because, one, it's not buggy, as buggy as PUBG. Two, I absolutely loathe the art design in pub three pub i think three? pub pub g <laughs> i i think it i think it looks like a 10 year old game already and it's just and just came out you know what i mean like it just looks bad yeah i think it, it's uh they're just different there's a place for both of them in this world it's gonna be i don't think so dude i you, think there's gonna be room for one one battle royale game i don't think so man i hope not for all these devs that are making battle royale clones it worked out so well for lawbreakers <laughs> That's not a battle royale. No, but it was a arena shooter, and those were popular for a little while. Arena shooters come and go. There's but, always the arena shooter. There's always the one. You I th- know. I thought you were gonna say arena shooters come and go, but battle royales last forever. No, I think battle royales will come and go too. Horde modes come and go. Everything comes and goes in gaming. You're never. It's very rare for a franchise to have staying power for forty years or thirty years in gaming. That's why I guess a good example is RTS is pretty much dead. Um, MOBAs killed them. Yeah. So I think their time, not that they're bad, they're just, their time was in the sun. They shined Command & Conquer, StarCraft, WarCraft 3, and now it's, now it's hot, now it's MOBAs turns. You know what I mean? They come we live in a time where we saw the rise of MOBAs come from RTS. Exactly, yeah. And now we're seeing the Battle Royale come from shooters. Yeah. You know, and it's not necessarily, uh, it wasn't, arena shooters there were more open world games that there, kind yeah of, that kind of evolved into battle royale because basically a uh DayZ and h1z1 were like almost too big of maps god arma to daisy yeah that whole yeah. thing to rust yeah. i mean all these things stem from this basically the and, survival you know, games player unknown did invent the battle royale mod for arma 3 so you have to give him credit for that you know but just like gears invented horde mode it's like funny. It's like poetic justice now to see Epic Games steal the Battle Royale mode and put it in their game. It might be the best pivot in the history of video game development. So, do, so I'm, I'm going to trust you in this because you're the Gears enthusiast, but I'm asking the question is, was they, were they the first game to introduce Horde mode? Because what about Zombies? No. Black yeah. Ops Zombies? That was after. After? But I think you could argue Left 4 Dead might have invented Horde mode. 
I don't know because because in Gears of War you're in a single location fighting waves of gradually hard enemies, and yeah. Left 4 Dead you're going through a level fighting intermittent waves. That's right. But you could argue that they looked at Left 4 Dead and came up with that. But I let's just not let's not say who invented it. Let's say Gears popularized it. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yes, they definitely made the genre and, popular. And PUBG popularized the battle royale mod because the battle royale battle royale existed in Arma. Right, and it wasn't like a brand new thing. And hell, Hunger Games is basically battle royale. The movie, <laughs> it is. It really you, is. You know what I mean? So it's like that was a thing in pop culture already. It was just someone finally said, "Hey, we have the technology to make the game." I don't think ten years ago it was possible with network technology. Oh, hundred players? No way. There wouldn't have been. It would have been. Wouldn't worked. Right. Yeah. And now I think what we're gonna see is this flood of battle royale. Like, if your game doesn't ship with battle royale this year. You're gonna be like looked down on. Well, let's count them off. You got PUBG, you got mm-hmm. Fortnite Battle Royale mode. You have what's the uh, Paragon? Is not Paragon. The other uh, Paragon pa- shut pa- down. Paladins. Paladins. Paladins what... is making a Battle Royale mode. Yeah, I'm calling it PALG. Yeah, and then I'm sure any other thing that's a third-person shooter will have a Battle Royale mode. I get press releases about Battle Royale games at least once a week. Here it comes that didn't work out so well when everyone was trying to hop on the MOBA bandwagon. No. Do you know how many MOBAs I interviewed at E3 that are just gone now? Oh, I know. And that, that was the thing is like if you're if you're not first, you're last in a lot of senses. But what the, going back to what I said about the pivot for Fortnite, they had been developing that game for years, and then they saw Pub, they're like looking at the corner of their eye, PUBG, and they're like, huh, maybe we should do this whole battle royale thing and do it better than them because they saw the trouble they were having scaling it. And Epic is great at scaling games, and they're great at online multiplayer games. I mean, they did Unreal Tournament, they did Gears of War, you know, like they have experience making great online multiplayer experiences. And Fortnite's one of those games where 20 years from now it'll still look good because it's very stylized. Yeah, it's very much so like, you know, how Breath of the Wild has its art style. There you go, Bad Kid, you can check it off your bingo list. There you go. Um, And, you know, like... 10 minutes in. Fortnite is going to have its... It has an iconic art style already, you know, and you can look at it and you're like, yeah, that's Fortnite. And I finally get it too. Like I, 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 I play a PUBG and I'm like, I, I don't get, I don't get it. Probably because I've had extreme, ba- extremely bad situations with cheaters, just knowing where I'm exactly on the map and then like throwing a grenade when yeah. I'm building. But this one is, I think the building mechanic is what separates it from PUBG and it makes it a lot more interesting. Because I was, I, even though I died and I'm not playing very well, I watched the end when like there's four people left and everyone starts building insanely. And I think that's a create that's a really that separates that game from any other battle royale game. Yeah, I saw this uh, clip on you know because people <laughs> clip twi- uh, Twitch streams, right? I saw this clip. This guy spent the entire round building to the center of the level, and he must have got lucky, but being in the blue zone at the end, but it was impossible to get to him because he was at the top of this ramp, and the beginning of the ramp was outside the blue zone. So that's kind of genius. And you can't, and like, it's, there's no physics. So if you shoot the the supporting column, it doesn't all tumble down. It just kills that one block. Yeah. And you're still, you're a floaty block. Yeah. So like, I mean, and I've tried, I, I tried to do that. Mine, mine a bunch of wood and then try to build up in the center. But you usually get sniped instantly because pe- people can see you because you're like building this like stairway to heaven and then we can see you from miles away. Yep. 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 <laughs> he got lucky, uh, but it was kind of hilarious because like everyone was trying to kill him, but he was like kind of hiding behind the ramp side of it. He must have. He did it in a way where he just... All these games require luck. You know, Battle Royales require luck to win, you know? And I had chicken dinner, right, in in PUBG. I didn't have a kill, you know, but we got lucky, you know, and we we won. It was me, uh, 
Chris Gerard, Charles Singletary, and uh, Frush from the Chatty. There's also a ton of RNG in the game. Like that's oh, the pickups are huge things, and those are random. And yep. then like every single time I've been been playing it on the show floor, I get shot in the back. So yeah. it's like it's not like exactly. Like, but the thing is, I can I understand the addictive the addicted oh, the addictiveness of it now. Yeah, is that like you learn a little bit every time you play. That was true of PUBG too. You know, you just didn't like it. It just looked like poop. Yeah, it does look like it ran like poop. And it runs like poop. Yeah. It doesn't run like poop anymore. If you have a 1080 Ti like I do, uh, it runs great. Now, not many people have a 1080 Ti because cryptocurrency miners are dicks. But if you have a good rig, PUBG 1.0 looks really good. Now. I have a 980 Ti. Yeah, it should run pretty well on there. Oh, it's expecting to go. Oh, ew. No, that's still that's the second best graphics card. You know, like. That it's better than a 1080 in a lot of senses, I think. It's just, I think the difference is like on a scale, it's like 30, the 1080 is 30% faster than the 980 Ti. Yeah. Something like that. But they're both good cards. You know, I had a 980 Ti for a while. It's still like $600 too. So it's not like. Oh, yeah. I think a 1080 Ti costs over a grand right now. <laughs> Thanks, crypto. But then again, crypto has been crashing this week. So maybe GPU prices will come back down. Surprise. To yeah. Surprise, surprise, guys. Cryptocurrency is volatile. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh yeah, it's not yeah, it's not a currency. No currency drops forty percent in like a week. It's not backed up by anything. We've had this argument before too. Yeah. Where like the idea, if you guys don't know, in like the dollar was supposed is supposed to be backed up by real gold and fort knox you're supposed to like no, that was the case that was the case but now like the, it's kind of gone to shit because we we inflate and print too much money or whatever I think and nixon got us off the gold standard back in the something 70s. like that that yeah. was the original but that was the it, there was there was, the dollar had was behind something but now know? it's you know dollars say it's a it's a note it's a federal reserve note so basically instead of being backed by gold the dollar is now backed by the full faith and credit of the united states government mm-hmm. Which is better than Bitcoin. There's no one backing it at all. It's just... Just the drug dealers. Yeah, the drug dealers. <laughs> you know, so they, they made a good amount of money. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big mess. And I'm glad I never touched it. But yeah, so Fortnite, you're a fan, right? I mean, I, I, I like the base game better. But I can definitely... I can tell this way. Chris, because he'll listen to this. Uh, I I can appreciate the what the battle royale formula is now. Like I, at first, I just didn't get it. I did not understand it. I didn't. But now I, I get it. Now I, I say, okay, this is why this game's appealing. I understand why people are playing it. Yeah, and uh, I haven't played it yet. I just watched you play it at Extra Life United, and I've I've watched some streams. I watched Charles stream it. Charles is gonna be happy because he's a big Fortnite. I'm gonna play and be in a squad. Yeah, you got. We'll 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 assemble a squad like we did in Scrub G. Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to call it Fart Night. Fart Night, The Last Resistance. Something like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see this iOS version. I am too. I mean, the thing I'm, the thing that I'm just happy this all leads to is crossplay. Cuz we interviewed a couple of uh hardware makers at CES that make controllers for iOS. You know, and there's already that Game Vice company. Yeah, Game Vice. So, I think there's like a couple of peripherals that already exist. That it could be a decent version of Fortnite. I mean, there's even keyboard and mice that work with mobile. Yeah. So you could just, you know, if you have an iPad, just open iPad and put the, you know, keyboard and mouse in front of you. Exactly. So, and iPad actually has a pretty good graphics processor built into it now. So it's going to be interesting. I'll play it. I said, I'm more excited about the crossplay when all games were leading to that 
that future where all games doesn't matter what you're on, I can play with you, and I I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, Fortnite, super popular game, everyone loves it. If you guys if you guys haven't played played it, just it's free. Check it out. It may not be for you, but it's definitely different. Yeah, so it's free on PC. It's free, free on, on PS4 Xbox One and, Xbox and One. PS4. It's coming to iOS and Android. Bad Kitty, so you don't have to have an iPhone. You can play Fortnite too. Although she has a PS4. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm, you know, and we were hanging out with Lumen, their community manager for esports. He's a really nice guy. I know. We, he confirmed it on Switch. He confirmed it on <laughs> Xbox One X2. He confirmed it on Apple Mac. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually gave us a release date too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of that's true, folks. We're lying. None of that's true. He's a great guy though. He actually won the Rocket League tournament. Actually. That ringer, dude. Yeah, I swear we got to talk about that later. We uh, will. We'll uh, get into that. Oh, uh, I'm tilted. If, if, if you can't tell, we got a little bit of salt. So tilted. We got a little bit of salt here. I'm grinding my teeth thinking about it. Uh, so yeah, D- well, let's dig into some Shaq news. That's we segue. That's segue. Well, we were in, you know, something else to be a little annoyed with. So you know this company Valve. <laughs> yeah. You ever hear of them? Yeah, they make they make the uh, yeah the, they make the, hats. Yeah, they, they make, make the, hats for Team Fortress Two. Yeah, I remember and then, them. And uh, they they ripped off World of or they ripped off Warcraft Three and made a game out of it called Dota Two. And now they've made like millions of dollars off of it. It's like the most popular esport in the world. Anyway, apparently they're making a card game based on this. They announced it, and everyone was like, "Boo, boo, boo, Valve, boo!" boo. So, Val, uh, Valve's founder. The Gabe and Gabe Newell invited PC Gamer over to over to Bellevue. Of course he did. Right? And was like, I'm gonna talk about Art Artifact is the name of this card game. And they announced that the creator of Magic the Gathering's working on it and all this stuff. But the news that came out of it that I found interesting was that he's like, Valve is going to get back to making games. Which I don't believe for a second. No one really believes. But he said it. And he said he was jealous of Nintendo. He finally finished counting all his money. So now he has time to make games again. He's going to make... He was like 1,675,000 and done. All right, let's make games now. God, I think he made more than a billion. He did so much. Steam is a game changer in so many ways. Yeah, and I think it's... They deserve credit for what they've done with Steam. But at the same time, where the hell's Half-Life 3? At the same time, Steam boxes, what the hell are you thinking? And the Steam controller, what the hell are you thinking? But, okay, Steam controller and Steam Link, they took risk financially. This Those is true. Those their hardware. Steam box, they took zero risk. Okay. HTC Vive, they took zero risk. That's right, you were they telling me this. They licensed the tech out to Alienware, out to Acer, whoever made those boxes. And they licensed the tech out to HTC. But they so, designed the OS, though, right? Steam OS, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So they put R&D into it. Don't get me wrong. G- Gabe invested a ton of money and still is into VR development. But they're not taking the risk to make a Valve headset, right? Well, if, if a company approaches you and they said, we'll take all the risk, why would you say no? Okay, sure. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's been their model, and that's why they've been around for so long. But he said, the quote was, we can develop hardware and software simultaneously at Valve. 
what you couldn't before until just now. I know. Like how, <laughs> like how we did, just found out. Oh my god, you can do two things. He's like, guys, I've been reading about this Nintendo company, and they make games and hardware. I can't think that this segues into. Please like the card game. I know you guys aren't excited, but please like it. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was like. Hey, this isn't the only game because that was the problem. Was that people were all like, "Half Life Three"? I was making a new game. Oh, what? Uh-huh. And then even earlier this month, when it was like Gordon Freeman is coming to Final Fantasy. Thanks. It was like, what the hell is this? No, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's frustrating with card games. Can I can I talk about card games for yeah, a second? Yeah, sure. Go for so, it. So, like, I I really like. I mean, Hearthstone's obviously wildly popular. Yeah, sure. But, like, the thing about a card game to me personally is part of the nostalgia and part of the joy of a card game is getting cards and then trading with friends or getting, you know, different versions of cards or variants of cards. You know, Mm -hmm. that's super cool. It's why Magic the Gathering has had such a long run. Yeah. But, like, the problem with, like, I don't know if people realize this, but whenever there's a card game, it's always CCG, not TCG. Yeah. Because none of these card games allow trading because it completely demolishes the micro the micromanaged transaction. Yeah, I and I, I hate I hate card games that have like a distant like if I'll use Hearthstone's disenchanting for example, the disenchant you can make other cards, but the exchange rate is like GameStop level exchange rate. Yeah, and it's just terrible, and I hate that, and I want to bring back the tcg and ccg because i want it's part of the fun of the game it's you know what i mean then you because if you can't trade you're just losing to people who spend mountains and mountains of cash on card packs or, or spend time. or spend thousands of hours grinding to get in-game currency yeah and they're that's just not cool i think it's gold dust right i don't know but like every game the two ones that people play are the elder scrolls game yeah, and then and then Hearthstone. Yeah, the, El- the Elder play. Scrolls uh, Legends. Legends. That was our, I believe that was our mobile game of the year last year. It's a, it's an interesting game. Yeah, so that was the Modojo at Shaq News mobile game of the year. But like, I mean, a great game that I will say has remained unchanged for, God, I don't know how long, 15 years, has been Pokemon. And I've, sure. I play that on my PC. I know. And they allow trading. And when you buy a Pokemon card pack in real life, you can scan it and get and get a random pack in-game. And on top of that, they don't have microtransactions in their game, but they have third-party sites where packs are like 50 cents and you can get cards. Yep. And you can trade. And it's mm-hmm. just... it's. It's a it's a really interesting community. They recently took out chat about a year ago on it because people you could chat with people like actually type in. You realize that Nintendo and Pokemon Company, Nintendo's been making trading cards since 1889, so they have a rich history of understanding what cards games are about. Where Blizzard just was like, "We're gonna make a card game," you know, uh, artifact. Hopefully, is different, but they're gonna make a card game. Tessel, you know. The Elder Scrolls Legends, they were going to make a card game. These are franchises that already had, you know, even Dota 2. They have characters that people already know. Hearthstone is the heroes of Warcraft, right? So people already knew these people. What's cool about Magic is they created that out of thin air, you know? And Pokemon. I mean, Pokemon kind of rose with the games. Uh, But, yeah, I, I think... I think that's a really good point. I think it's the best digital card game out right now is Pokemon, just in terms of what the value you get for your money. And- I remember laughing so hard when you made this beast computer. You probably spent thousands of dollars on yeah. it. And you go and you're like, I'm going to stream on this computer. And you stream Pokemon, the trading card game. I'm like, really, Greg? I got actually a lot of views. Like 10 views for a no-name streamer is actually pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, that's... Yeah, you get hundreds now because Shaq News. But like when I was on my own channel, I was like getting ten, twelve people watching. Yeah, we've been consistently above a hundred, uh, and we were on the front page a couple of times, which is exciting. You know, we were 
I, I streamed Celeste uh, a couple of times. We had an Elsword stream that was on the front page. We wasted a front page placement by playing Madden one week. <laughs> so it's been it's been interesting. People uh, people are really actually mad at Magic the Gathering right now because I don't play it, but in my town it's like the go to game everyone plays at the card store. Mm-hmm. And like people are pretty mad because according to uh Derek and Alex to be able to look at the card store is that they're getting into this rotation of cards where they print a very powerful card and they know it's powerful and then they ban it the next set and they print another very powerful card. So like they're they're essentially creating their own supply and demand for the cards and people uh, are kind of see it and they're like, this isn't cool. You shouldn't be doing this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like basically making these cards so people buy bricks and bricks and bricks to get them all and then they ban it next set and then they buy bricks and bricks and bricks to get them all and they ban it next set because they're I think their revenue's down. I mean, the game's really old. Yeah. At this point, it's like it's so now they're desperate. Now they're doing that little shady stuff, and mm-hmm. people and and the the gamers aren't really happy with that. That's not cool. Um, but yeah, I I hope Valve makes games, man. I I you know here's a game that they made in the last few years that I think's delightful. The Lab. In oh, that VR. was a great game. I came right? to your house and played that for the first time. Yeah. I mean, it was like a demo, but it was a great demo. But it was like a series of demos, right? It was and it like was funny. The lo- the the archery one, the uh, the balls with Justin Roiland's, uh, I can't remember, Slingshot. That right? was great, yeah. Uh, hi, you're not going to put me in that slingshot, are you? You're not going to, no, no, please don't fire that. And then you fire, oh, God. And then the thing. Yeah, I, I actually, when, I, when we met him uh, at PSX last year, I complimented him on his voice work on the lab. And he was like, oh, thank you so much. Like, it was just, he was really proud of that because it was so off the wall. My favorite game in that is Zortex. What I think, Zortex. you know, it's that the, the, you're controlling a drone with one hand and you can run, run all over the place. Um, there's a video of me dancing in my living room <laughs> in VR. Um, but yeah, I, that to me, that game showed that there's still people at Valve, or at least at the time, that were talented and and could still tell a really funny, engaging story. Well, where the hell are all the resources have gone then? Where, where have they gone all to? Just Steam? Dota 2, Steam, and Hats for Team Fortress 2. <laughs> hats. Just... just- Hats. Yeah. Hats. (laughs) And the thing about Valve that's weird and awesome at the same time is Gabe is really cool with if you want to start a side project, go for it. See, there's all these little skunk corps that come out, you know, and there's like five dudes that work on something and then they show it to Gabe. What I imagine is going on is that there's been some really good games made at Valve and Gabe's kind of in the Steve Jobs position where he's like, no. We're not going to release this. So maybe something has happened because I, I know there's been a lot of people leaving Valve. Uh, Chet Falsic left. Uh, Kalanta on the chatty, he he recently left Valve. So there's a lot of people, especially the storytellers, that have left Valve recently. So I'm sure Gabe has seen that, and this is a response to that. That, you know what, I'm going to lose I'm gonna lose everyone if I don't let them tell stories again. You know, because... Even if it's not a, a storytelling game like Team Fortress, right? They were making shorts that told stories. That's true. And what, end is, what ends up happening, like you're talking about Fortnite. Games like that, even Overwatch, you end up having experiences that you end up telling stories about. That's why Twitch has lo- grabbed onto Fortnite so hard. If Twitch was around when Team Fortress 2 launched, it would have been number one. Yeah. Right? 
So I feel like Left for Dead, another example of a game that not really story driven, but you would tell stories about what happened in your game, you know? So I feel like they lost that. And then the obvious one is Half-Life. And if you saw the episode three that leaked last year, there was a wonderful story that they were going to tell. I couldn't even finish it. It made me so sad reading that. But thing. then like, but then like the same time, like they finally step out of the limelight and the first thing they're doing is a card game. I know. And you're like, what? Yeah. I, I, and he said he was working on three VR games, and we haven't heard a word about that since. So it's like, come on, dude. What are you doing? Does he do, like, Reddit Reddit Ask Me Anythings a lot, and then, like, he never answers any questions? I th- no, he, yeah, he, he's he's weird about that. I know he's I know he's pretty weird about that stuff. I know he like he like trolled. He like put like a Half Life Three logo on the back of his computer desk once. Like I think he yeah. likes having fun with that. I think it's hilarious. Oh, he definitely <laughs> loves trolling the community about Half Life Three. That's like a big thing that he does, uh, and it's annoying. <laughs> I'm not funny, not a fan of that. I can Gabe. appreciate that as a troll. Not, one troll another. Not a fan of that, Gabe. Oh, although I trolled the chatty. Uh, with my Final Fantasy headline, I was like, "Gordon Freeman makes his long-awaited return to PC." Yes, you in, finally did it in Final Fantasy 15. Oh no, you got to cut it off so they can't see it until they click it, like Kotaku does. I am not Kotaku. <laughs> I will never be Kotaku. I don't put fuck in my headlines. I don't put titty people, streamer in your headlines. I don't put titty streamer in my headline. I don't post gifts of people giving each other hand jobs. On Twitter, on our Shack Twitter, but it did so good. It did so many retweets. Yeah, I'm just kidding. We can all we can monetize those retweets, right? Awesome's like you son of a bitch. Yeah, he still follows uh, Kotaku because I need a good laugh. And I need to know that we're morally just above them in every way, in every conceivable way. Yeah, they I, are I, the garbage I, of gaming journalism. <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. They scrape things, and there's some good writers there too, which frustrates me. That's what's so weird about that place. And David and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. They write occasionally really in-depth, awesome pieces, and they get some great interviews occasionally. So they do some good games journalism, but in between, it is like the -the jack-in-the-box, like 4 a.m. bottom of the cheese barrel of journalism. I feel like it's op- opposite opposite you. Like they're like here's my headline, you know, streamer, you know, streamers are getting, you know, more detailed on their rules and they go, "Oh, let's put TD streamer in there." You know what I mean? He's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, put in the headline. Put in the headline. It's yep. good. Titty streamer. Titty streamer. F- put put F in the headline. Put F U C K in the headline. And this is Gawker, the company that almost went bankrupt because they were sued by Hulk Hogan and Peter Thiel. Hulk Hogan. Hey, brother. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Don't don't read Kotaku. <laughs> Everyone out there, please don't read it. I don't think they do. I think they just don't. I don't think they click the links. I think they just re- respond. Yeah, I know. I know all too well about that. What's what's the word of the day? Please click the link if you're going to. That's later in the show. Okay, I'm sorry. I sorry. It's been so long. I I can't remember. So yeah. you know, yeah. you locked me in the room and said we just make our cake orders and top tens. That's true. And come out, come out for this one podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what are so, we segueing anyway? What's their next? What's but yeah, like I said, Gabe said he was jealous of Nintendo, which leads us to our next topic. There was a Nintendo <gasps> Direct. Nintendo Direct! Yay! Happy birthday to us! Yeah. Um, it was kind of great. I loved your reaction. New Smash. No. <laughs> <Did you say? laughs> I was like, and then I'm like, no, it's not a port either. No. <laughs> and your disguise went wider. And it's coming out this year. No! 
and everyone's looking at you and it's like, like are you okay awesome i, g- I like, gave you the three most important facts in order of like in- importance i was in shock i was like there's no way there's absolutely no way they're doing this and they did they did i'm so happy that's gonna be great i'm gonna buy it day one and I'm a, I'm a, my Amiibo Training Academy will ride again, man. Amiibo Training Academy. <laughs> it, for people who don't know, the Amiibo Training Academy is the eight, you know, the eight player uh, game that you can play. And we, I basically put down eight different uh, Amiibo. And I don't play. I just sit there and watch and commentate on it. Watch minions dance, minions and then, dance. And basically they level themselves up. So I, I, ha- I now have three level 50 characters, I think. I have Luigi link and mario are all level 50 and that's the max for an amiibo yeah the problem with the only problem with the amiibos is that like level 50 is the equivalent to like extra hard on the difficulty setting and i can rock the computer on extra hard oh really well aren't you good at that game i was i'm terrible at it until i sold my wii u and i can't play it anymore well you can come over to my house and play it wii u my wii u is not just still owned by me it's plugged in i still play it Oh, that's cute. It's good. You're just wrong. <laughs> what games do you play on it? F-Zero Besides Smash X. Brothers. F-Zero X. You, port, you can't name a port. That's not... That's Why not? Because it's a port. It's on other things. Super Mario Maker. There you go. I'll take that. It's the best game... That might be the best thing to ever happen to me in the history of video games. I seriously cannot believe that it's not on Switch yet. I'm like flabbergasted. They're not going to do it. Why? they're making super zelda maker no think about it no yeah. no no it's too hard no it'd be awesome <sighs> you just think about that think about making dungeons yeah 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 no because you'd make really stupid hard dungeons that i don't know that you try to play and you can't beat like your stupid mario maker levels no my mario maker levels get harder as you play them level one is super easy and has a ton of amiibo level two is pretty easy it has some amiibo level three it's getting a little hard some amiibo four no amiibo kind of hard five impossible (laughs) just put i just asked you put checkpoints after you do something when i made level five they didn't have checkpoints in the game yet ah and then afterwards, they did a patch, and they added that, and I kind of fell off by then. Level six is that Don't You Forget About Me uh, track. I finally figured out how to... You know how you can make music tracks in uh, Mario Maker? Yeah. I made an autoplay music track for level six, and it was that was my farewell to the Wii U. You could also do your own sound effects, remember? Mm-hmm. But like you could only hear them, though. That's what sucks, because I... In level five, if you kill Bowser on my system, he's like, Shaq News, my only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Shaq News, bro. It was like so bad. The audio quality was so bad. Because it was the mic and the thing. Just, yeah, like, it was it's the so mic in the gamepad that so you're bad. using. So it sounds like. <laughs> and you're like, what is he saying? Yeah, I had to tell people what he was what saying. What is he saying? Um, can you find it? You can find it. Uh, no, I don't worry. I'll find it later. No, it's, it's not a sample. It's literally in the game only. You didn't YouTube your your uh, level? No, Skankcore okay. did. Skankcore is one of nine people that ever beat it. It's a super expert level. It's a super annoying level. Whatever, just get good. 50 times, dude. 50 times is my max. If I can't beat it up to 50 tries, it's just like, fuck this, and I put throw it down. It took me months to make that level, 
and weeks to beat it. Because for me to upload it, I had to beat it. And no one on staff has ever beat it, including Ozzy, who is our Mario expert. But to be fair, when you when you're when you have to beat the level, like you can start off at the place you died right before you died and you create it. You don't have to start at the beginning. No, that's not true. I thought you'd start. In that's the... not true at all. You have to start at the very beginning, like everyone else. When you upload it, you have to play, beat it just like everyone who's going to play it. Mm-hmm. That's why it took me weeks, and I was like, I remember that, that was dark. That was a dark time in my life. I don't have that much patience anymore. April 2016. Never forget. You stole like three hours of my life that I want back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you put in that extra hour, maybe you would have won it. I was too. I was blinded by the salt. I was tilted. So yeah, getting back to Smash, Breath of the Wild Zelda. Breath of the Wild Zelda. Or actually Link. Like this is not a port. This is a new game. It's got to be new. They would say DX or would indicate something. They just said Super Smash Bros. They didn't yeah. say Five. They didn't say Super Smash Bros. World Tour. They didn't say Mega Smash. It was just Super Smash Bros. I mean, if it is a port, I'll be disappointed. But it, they're going to have a lot of new characters, apparently. Um, I don't think it can be a port because there's so much wrong with Smash Four now because of the <laughs> DLC characters. Bayonetta's overpowered. Um, Clouds overpowered. Clouds overpowered. And then you see like. Smash Pro scene has really devolved into Bayonetta, Diddy, Star Fox, and Cloud. And, Cloud. and Mar- some Marios, though. Some Marios, but they don't make it very far. There's always the top five that people play consistently. The, top, what it is. the top four I just listed. It's like Bayo, um, Diddy. I think uh, Zero, one of my favorite esports guys in that scene. He plays with Diddy, Fox. I think some I think. guy that uses Meta Knight really well, but yeah. that's like the those are one of those off the wall players that never win, but it, you appreciate it because you're using like a non top tier character. Yeah, and like of course the ones I play with are horrible. Like who did you main? I really like Link. Like he's kind of my guy. I like Mario. I like Link. I like Kirby, and I like Pika. That's I miss Pokemon Trainer or Rip Rip Pokemon Trainer. Yeah, because I love Divisor. I loved using him. He's my mega two character in the Wii in the Wii one. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I I love that game. I can't wait for it to come out. I this year. No, I'm saying November right now. November. It has to be November. It's gonna be another Christmas month for Wii. For sorry, Switch. for Switch. Yeah, that would be smart. Uh, maybe October 27th or whatever. Whatever the October 27th of this year. We'll will see. Be. We'll see Black Ops Four release date November 2018. I'm sure, and then we'll see. That it'll be that week. It'll only be Black Ops Four because no one wants to try to compete against Call of Duty. And then the next three weeks, it'll be Nintendo, 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 and maybe an Ubi- and all the Ubisoft stuff comes out in October. So yeah, let's talk about another game. Uh, we've been talking about Amiibo a little bit, so let's talk about Amiibo again. There's a Dark Souls Amiibo coming out. I can't wait to talk to David about this. Like he he tweeted that the uh, world economy was saved by it, <laughs> um, but praise the sun. Uh, you know, it, it looks gorgeous. I, I I'm gonna buy it. I have a funny history with Dark Souls. Is that my friends like give it a chance? I was like okay, so I gave it a chance, and I was waiting. I'm like okay, well this is hard. And then I got to the first boss, which is that that flying thing that guards the bridge. Mm-hmm. That was like the first boss I think I beat. Oh no, the thing on the castle top. Yeah, was the first boss that you play. And David's probably screaming at the podcast. Yeah, right now yeah. Long. And anyway, so like I was like trying, and I was dying, and I was trying, and I was dying, and I was trying, and I finally been. I'm like yes, finally, and I'm gonna get some gear. And I opened him up, and I got like the shittiest piece of gear. And that's when I took the game out, just threw it. I'm like, I'm done. What system were you playing on? Uh, Xbox. Okay. And I was just like, I'm. It's just like, 
If you're not going to reward me for all the effort to kill the boss, like, I just didn't get the game, and I can appreciate it that, like, my friend Steve loves it, mm-hmm. but, like, I just don't like it. Not my type of game. I like to be rewarded for work I put in and not, like, be like, here's a piece of gum for all your hard work. I want, like, a full-on, like, give me a new weapon, give me a helm, give me something, you know? Yeah. But it gave me, like, a bow or something. I wasn't even, a, a, like, a like a range guy. I'm like, seriously? RNG gear? Thanks. Yeah. I just was pissed. I didn't continue to play after that. That's that's my history with Dark Souls. My only history with Dark Souls, and this will also piss off David, is Bloodborne, and I quit it for similar reasons as you. Yeah, it's just it's 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 a it's a trial by error game, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of patience. Yeah. But for me, as you get older, the games that I mean, my time's valuable, and I don't have a lot of time to play. So when I want to play a game, I don't want to spend three hours trying to beat a boss to not be rewarded properly. Dark Souls was huge in the chatty. Dark I Souls mean, it's a good game. Three. It's not a bad game. And it's funny because you hear these stories about like, it's funny, like David was like, yeah, there were times where, you know, because what's cool is PVE at times and you can raid each other. There were times where like he would have raided another shacker and then he like saw a thread about it later that day. It's just kind of funny. how. I mean, it's like a good happens. game. It's just not for me. I hear that. Um, so let's talk about another announcement because this was just, this was an action packed direct actually Dude, so many things i i i'm amazed okay oh, you go ahead and talk about first of all segue into other stuff yeah mario tennis aces let's talk about nine out of ten wait while yeah nine out of, you saw it i was watching it with you at the table and they're like and you can use motion control and you literally went boo yeah because <laughs> here's the thing don't make me waggle my let's, switch let's travel back to the year 2000 or 2001 i can't remember right it's the year 2001, maybe? E3. And they announced Mario Tennis was playable. The first Mario Tennis for 64. I was working for Tendobox.com at the time. A Nintendo site, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Winner's Stay at the... Uh, it was Winner's Stay at the uh, Nintendo demo station. So we're sitting there and like... It was me and my best friend Adam, who was editor-in-chief of the site at the time... I was Luigi, he was Mario, and we were just wrecking people. We stayed on that demo station for like three hours. Even funnier... This was Melee or we? or we. This is I'm not talking about Smash, I'm talking about Tennis. Oh, Tennis. This is Mario Tennis for 64. <laughs> and and uh, this is the same year they announced Conker's Bad Fur Day. This, was, this was back before the, the real bubble burst. This might have been 2000. Um, <laughs> they had a bar... At the Nintendo booth. At the Conquer. Open bar. An open bar at the Nintendo booth. So we were bouncing between Conquer's Bad Fur Day and tennis. So progressively throughout the day, we got more and more rowdy. <laughs> so we're talking all sorts of smack to these other websites. And, you know, like the nice, like, Nintendo PR ladies who, you know, the, the, the promo models who are at the demo stations. They're like, oh, okay, you know, they're being like super subdued and nice about it. We got kicked off the demo station. <laughs> we need to say we got kicked off the demo station. By the third day, we got kicked off the demo station. So what I'm saying is I'm really good at Mario Tennis for 64. I dominated that game. But it didn't have a waggle. They're adding these things. <laughs> they're adding these things called zone shots, and they freeze the game. It's like it breaks all these rules of fun games. Yeah, you shouldn't freeze the opponent ever. You should never pause in an all in the multiplayer game. You should never have the ability to pause or slow down time on your watch because yeah. it slows down the opponent and it's not fun. 
Yeah. And then there's alts. Like, we need alts in a Mario Tennis game. You can destroy rackets. Yeah. You can destroy... It's like so many things. I was like, so much no. So much no. I want them to learn from their mistakes here so they don't ruin Mario Golf for Switch. Because you know that's coming. You were just like, at the end, when they said, Mario Tennis Aces, you're like, no. <laughs> that's all you said was, no. Pass. I'm, I'm, I, I'll end up buying it just because I need mario sports in my life but i'd kind of like to see them do some other stuff this this is i mean they're try trying new to be fair they are trying new things it's tennis you know i mean how do you and then i saw it's like and we have a waggle mode that's basically we sports and you're like great great great. that's that's what i need that's exactly what i I remember they showed every single shot in tennis they're like and more you're like that's all of them yeah, it was the only like, ones you have, you missed them all. I'm like, you have topspin and backspin and lobs and slices. I'm like, those are the four. <laughs> it's like, what else is there? But wait, there's more wait, zone shots. We have pitchers and catchers and batters and outfielders. I was like, I'm like, I'm good. I was just like, I'm good. He was really sad. I because I was excited for this game going into that announcement, and then I was like, wow, I really don't want this game. Which is a bummer because I usually, you know me, I'm Mr. Nintendo. I love Nintendo games and I I buy most Nintendo games, you know. Uh, but yeah, I was I'm bummed out by Mario Tennis. Although Chain Chomp finally gets to live out his lifelong dream of being a tennis player. You know what's funny is I never <laughs> called Chain Chomp Chain Chomp when I was younger. I always called him Chomp Chomp. Yeah, Chomp Chomp. But that's not his name. It's Chain Chomp. But I've always called Chomp Chomp since I was since I was old enough to play Mario three. Mm-hmm. That was his first appearance, right? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Three. But not th- Super Mario two. Super Mario Brothers two. <laughs> Game of the year every year. No, um, Breath, Breath of the Wild. Of the wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Breath of the Wild. But I think I think Mario Tennis is the same problem for me. Like all games, is that's the sports games. I don't really like sports games. So yeah, like that's- I said, my main in Mario Tennis was Luigi, right? He number two. No, he's number one. Number two. Uh, number one. <laughs> um, they had some Luigi news at this direct too. Luigi's Mansion is getting remade. Wait, I loved, I loved the chatty comment on this. But he was like, "Give us Luigi's Mansion," and then they announce it for the 3DS. And then another commenter's like, "Should have been way more specific, dude." <laughs> They're Here like, you go. Like, oh, you wanted Luigi's <laughs> Mansion? Here you go on 3DS. What? Yeah, I was. What? So, I was. I'm so upset. About Even this. and that's the second news. And they're making Luigi's Mansion. Your eyebrows got up. I'm like on on 3DS. And you're like what? <laughs> Why? Yeah, because we were in the middle of an extra life tournament when the direct was going on. <laughs> so I Greg, fill him in on everything. Greg was watching it on his phone, and like I was in the Rocket League tournament still, and you were like letting me know in between matches, and I was like, what? Really? You're going to do me dirty like this, Nintendo? What's really funny is that, like, for months with you, you've been like, oh, really, Greg? Why would they not support 70 million units sold? And, like, now you're mad that they put a game on 3DS. Well, I want that game. <laughs> not that game. I, mean, I didn't want to put that game on it. Just yeah, any I'm like, other game. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you can have Detective Pikachu. But you already got Dark Moon. Why are you going to do us dirty like this twice? They're going to put it on the Switch. They, they, they still, I just don't think... I think they want to scale it back and they don't want to be... No, I think they're going to give us a brand new <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. Just not this year. Really? Yeah. They're going to give us a brand new Luigi's Mansion maybe next year. With Waggle? No. Oh, God, no. 
You're gonna be at the dinner press conference. You're gonna go and it waggles. No, no, no! And you're gonna run out screaming at the press conference. <laughs> like stop it! Enough of the waggle. They made the Joy Cons motion controls, dude. They're gonna use them. I don't want that life. <laughs> Seventy million units sold. Yeah. Not this game, though. Why would they do that to me? You remind me of Lisa. I thought you wanted a challenge. Duh. A challenge I could do. Yes. <laughs> I, I I have problems with Luigi's Mansion being on 3DS. I love Luigi. He's so good. He's like the Rodney Dangerfield on Nintendo. Out of all my friends who bought GameCube's opening day, I was the only one who got Luigi's Mansion. Oh, really? Everyone else got Rogue Squadron. I got both. Well, la de freaking da! I was, <laughs> how old was I? God, I saved up like six months to get that. <laughs> you were in high school. Yeah, I saved up six months of like... Maybe uh, you were even in middle school. I want to say I was freshman. Oh, no, sophomore. High school? Yeah, 2001. So, yeah, I was either a junior in college. I had some money. Not a whole lot. But I, I remember staying up in the parking lot. I did the same thing too. And camping out the front door getting my cube you ever opening it you're like wow it's so small I, you're like wow well, i had seen it before okay I, went, I hadn't i had gone to space world oh well body freaking die i know <laughs> i'm gonna say that a lot during this podcast i i went to space world and i got i had one of the first hands-on with super monkey ball that was my big thing at that was that the year they did the seed the cool zelda trailer with him fighting ganon yeah that's a cool trailer that game never came out Everyone knows how I feel about Wind Waker. Uh, I know. <laughs> but we're not going to go into that right now. <laughs> I know. We don't need to have this debate now. Breath of the Wild's game of the year every year. That's all we need to care Breath about. Breath of the Wild's so good, you guys. It was Shaq News game four, of the year. Four check marks. Okay, we're good. That's one more time. Um. Oh, you know what? They oh. talked about Splatoon a lot. They sure did. They, they, $20 DLC, though. I will say this. The single player in Splatoon 2 is very underrated. And it adds value to the game for me because I don't really like playing the online unless I'm playing in the Splatfest because it's like weird. You get this weird sort of pleasure out of your team winning the Splatfest. Mayonnaise or ketchup, like that kind of thing. Yeah, mayonnaise or ketchup. This oh. this week it's uh, chicken or egg. Yeah, which is weird. There's like no comparison. It's like, hey, do you like pizza or do you like water? What? I mean, chicken or egg? Like, which came first? Oh, which came first? Oh, that's a true question, I believe. My, I know. That's why I'm like, this is kind of dumb. Yeah. But when I feel passionately about one, like Team Flight versus Team Invis- In- Invisibility, like, I was, like, all <laughs> over Flight, and Donovan was, like, a creeper who was on Invisibility, you know? It's a really good game. I'm not saying, but I just think it's not as popular here as it is in Japan. Well, they also tried to sell it as an eSport, and it's totally not an eSport. It's too casual. Yeah. It's 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 not that it's RNG because is it there's isn't. no RNG. It's just very it's very giving with how you fire your weapons. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. there's no like six three sixty no scope. You know, leading shots. You're kind of just randomly. You're just you're just shooting as much as much as you can as often as you can. Overwatch has a aim assist too. <laughs> it's an esport aim assist ultimate aim assist. We'll yeah. talk about that in another podcast. Um, <laughs> but, so yeah. Another bit of news is that Captain Toad's treasure tracker is coming. You to Switch. you do love Captain Toad. He's adorable. He's like, he's so determined, and the music is great, and the puzzle, I love puzzle games. I'm the best! Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> he's like so optimistic, like Toadette is an awesome character, like, it's just a fun game. It was one of my favorite games on Wii U. That's another game on Wii U. I, I don't play it still, because like, once you play it, you, you've done it. You know, it's like one of those puzzle kind of games. 
but it's perfect for Switch. That's a perfect... And it is. It is a good game for This Switch. is an example of them releasing a game on Switch and 3DS, which they could have done with Luigi's Mansion. Dude, you're, that's going to that's gonna be a trigger today, isn't it? Just mad about that. I love Luigi. And Luigi, you remember the year of Luigi? I remember the year of Luigi. Remember Dr. Luigi? <laughs> Do you remember Dr. Luigi? <laughs> it had L-shaped pills. <laughs> it was so good. I remember playing Luigi's Mansion on GameCube. My favorite thing was when he would walk down the hall he would randomly like open doors halfway stick his head and go mario, mario, mario. and then close it and then keep walking <laughs> mario mario mario, mario? <laughs> uh, yeah luigi is so underrated he needs to have his time in this in the sun I, he's gonna be in mario tennis i'll be i'll be he'll probably be my main he's always in mario party and mario kart and... i'm happy to see waluigi get some shine too he's back ah, in mario. Ah, 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 ah. waluigi like what does he do all day Nothing. So you just hang out at the country club where all these sports take he place? He hangs out with his brother, Wario. At the spa? Like, what are they doing? Surprised they let him in. They shouldn't qualify for a sports club, neither of those guys. Yeah, how did they get in there? Shady. It looks shady. <laughs> right? Uh, Wario, fresh off his meeting with Trump this week. You're right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that was most of the announcements of note. South Park. Oh yeah, sorry. Like I just, it's it's cool because that means that Nintendo's not going to limit. Well, like Doom, I think was the appearance. Yeah, Doom and Wolfenstein were yeah. them saying, you know what? Let's have Let's some have violent games. Switch. So like, I think this is a this is a, a system for gamers, where the Wii U wasn't. The Wii really stepped away from it. It moved away from hardcore gamers. The Wii U was beta hardcore, dude. This is, I hate when you say it. This was a step towards. Hardcore gamers, you know, the switch is a step back towards hardcore gamers for Nintendo and having Doom on Switch, having South Park on Switch, yeah, South having, Park on uh, Switch. What other games? There's other games coming out too. But sure. you know, like, this isn't the first time South Park's been on a Nintendo system. They had the N64. Yeah. You the know? guys who made Turok did it. Mm-hmm. The turkey game. It was so weird. It was kind of bad. It was really bad. I bought it. The weapons were cool, though. It was cool. You had a turkey gun. There's all sorts of weird stuff, but it wasn't... They knew. <clears throat> I have heard Matt and Trey talk about The Stick of Truth, and like they never really made a South Park game that felt like South Park. These last two really do feel like you're playing an interactive South Park episode, or movie, even. Uh, so it's exciting. I'm going to finally play these, because I'm, I'm, I understand your argument about not wanting to play PC games, um, because you're working on your PC all day, yeah. being able to play uh the fractured but whole on your couch while you're watching TV or something, it's just gonna be fun. Or on an airplane, dude. Yeah, on an airplane. We travel a ton. Yeah, it's gonna be good. You know what I played on the plane on the way here? What? Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I know. It's six t- five five. That's five mentions. Yeah. We got five more for the end of the podcast. I love that game. It's so good. I I can't do the 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 trial of the sword. It's really hard. It takes time. Have you done it? Mm-mm. Have you done the other DLC? They're tough, man. The problem is like you come back to that game and it's been like a month or two for me. You like you have to get back into the groove. Yeah, the problem is too is I also hate playing Zelda with the Joy Cons. It's not just on the Joy Cons. I just personally like playing it with the Pro Controller better. Mm-hmm. I just don't like playing that on the Joy Cons when you need precise movement, fast movement for that. And you know, yeah, it's I'm a little okay harder. With it. I beat the game on a plane flying back from Japan. By the way, speaking right. of, you tried the grips. Yeah, that I had. And what did you think of them? I think they're nice. They're they look weird. 
because they're 3D printed. They're kind of ugly. Yeah. But functional. Very functional. There's not another product like that on the market right now. Anywhere. That's dumb. <laughs> the fact that there isn't a product like that is stupid. And the other thing I kind of want to see is someone take that to a different level. So, you know how like Mad Cats used to exist and they went bankrupt? Uh, maybe Nyko. They're back now. But I know. Yeah. But what if someone made third-party Joy-Cons that had those kind of grips built in? I bet you that companies have looked into that because a lot of times like when you're making a system you reach out to these third parties and like sell your patents or whatever and say hey do you want to make their party license them license them yeah but like in this case i think like the joy cons are so technologically advanced like they really are advanced they really are a cool piece of equipment mm-hmm. i think a lot of companies were like yeah no thanks because like it's too much money to try to make that cheaper than seven it's 69 for one right mm, yeah yeah, so like that's how like how do we make that cheap? Because the whole point of a third party is that it's cheaper than the official one, and if they can't figure out a way to make it lower, and I think they're just like we can't make it lower. So and there's some pass. intellectual property inside that that maybe Nintendo's not willing to license. The HD Rumble, the camera tech that they're using, the sensors thing yeah. that's in it, like that's a lot of tech in there. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, just... I imagine <clears throat> that Nintendo's probably holding that back, but. They made a system where you can slide off the controllers. Do you really think that Nintendo's not going to make new Joy-Cons? I hope they do. You were talking about making GameCube Joy-Cons. Or SNES Joy-Cons. Or SNES Joy-Cons or N64 Joy-Cons. Right? Where they have like two on one side and one on the other. <laughs> oh, God. One. You're the worst. You don't need to do... Oh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Kids these I, I days. never use the D-pad for anything, honestly. Let's talk about a different peripheral. Donkey Konga Switch. Not confirmed, but they filed a patent for a Donkey Konga peripheral for Nintendo Switch. Because it's whatever people wanted is a Donkey Konga game. That's what they wanted. Yeah, no one wanted an actual new Donkey Kong game, but Donkey Konga were all over. Did Tropical Freeze sell well? For Switch? No. No, for Wii U. For Wii U? Mm. Well, it was only on Wii U, and that was the problem. It was also on Wii U at the time where Wii U was really struggling. You know? So it didn't. I don't think it sold nearly as well as a Donkey Kong game would on Switch. I would have bought it on Switch instantly. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. I think it comes out in May. Donkey Donkey. Oh, yeah, the port. They did announce the port. I will buy it on Switch. Yeah, they gave it a release date at the Direct. It's going to be out in May. Why do they do that? Why do they like Donkey Konga? It's like, come on. Well, they haven't announced it yet. They just patented the controller tech. But I don't know. I like music games. I think it's going to be cool. I've been playing uh, Floor Kids a lot lately. It's Floor Kids, that sounds familiar. It's a uh, it's an indie game for Switch. Uh, it it's like uh, you know, like Beat Boys, like breakdancing kids. So you're breakdancing to music, and like you hit the A button to do one kind of dance, you hit the B button to do a different kind of dance. You do it to the music, and then occasionally it goes to like it's like two lines, and it, like it's like sixteenth notes, and you have to hit it to the beat. Okay. It's fun, man. They had that rhythm game on the 3DS. It was like the Final Fantasy one where you did the stylus. That was kind of unique, too. Yeah. Like, like, rhythm games always seem to be the most innovative in terms of controls. Yeah, and like Elite Beat Agents is another yeah. one. Electroplankton. Oh, Beat Agents was great. That's oh, my God. That's one of the best rhythm games of all time. This is the first <laughs> rhythm game since Elite Beat Agents that I've really enjoyed. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Eddie Garcia from Gollum Harris for recommending it to me. That game, that game is so, I played it for the first time, like, I don't know, like a year ago. And I'm just like, what is this game? It's like so weird. And I was just like, I love this game. I, why, why haven't they made another one? These agents come out, they're like, let's dance. You're like, what? (laughs) And they're like, and they're they're dancing to like good songs. Like it's real songs. They're not like made up songs. You're like, what is going on? Oh, it's such a delightful game. I, I, 
I don't understand how they haven't made another one. Well, they're bringing back the other thing that you said was a 3DS launch title. The the the, the dingo thing, the armadillo. Oh yeah, Dylan's uh Dylan's back. Yeah, you were like, oh my god! I'm like, what the hell is a Dylan? What's a Dylan? <laughs> I, yeah, Dylan is this armadillo guy who rolls around. Um, I can't remember what they're calling this new one, but he has a new adventure that's coming to 3ds. He must have done. They must have been more popular in Japan or something. And I think that's one of the keys. It's not we we can don't have to talk about it very often because it's not on the list. But the key is it's like it's a global getting a global product is hard because mm-hmm. it might sell well in the U.S. and terrible in Japan. It might be great in Japan, terrible uh, so terrible in the U.S. Perfect example: Pokémon Tournament so great in Japan, completely tanked in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know and what I mean? And they really tried to push. They that. really tried to push that, and they just like, did not. Hey, Pokémon Tournament is an esport. We're like, mm-hmm. it's on Nintendo Switch. You're like, it's uh, nothing. Like we're good. It sucks. I, I talked to a lot of Smash pros that were at that Pokemon tournament event. I think we were. What were we at? PAX, and we were like, "This is weird." A lot of a lot of off the off the record. We're on a podcast. A lot of the, I won't say who said it, but a lot of the pro players are like, "Yeah, the game's garbage." Like yeah. they're just like yeah. <laughs> they're just like it's a half-ass Tekken. That's basically what they said. Yeah, like. <laughs> it was a, it was a whack-ass Tekken. That's really it's Tekken with a the best part of that game is that there's a luchador Pikachu. That's the best part of that game. Leading into Pikachu, we saw a new trailer for Detective Pikachu, and I, I, I can't. I, I, can't. I haven't seen as divisive a game in the Pokemon universe since Pokemon Snap. I know, but I can't. I because you hate Pokemon Snap. I do, and I like Pokemon Snap because I liked Hey You Pikachu, even though that game was broken as all hell. Because as a kid. Sixty dollars was a shit ton of money, and I bought Pokemon Snap because there were no Pokemon games. Yeah. There, you know what I mean. So it was the only Pokemon game I could get in the sixty-four. Yeah, and I it, I beat it in four hours. And I was like, "That's it," and I just kind of upset. I was upset. Yeah, it wasn't the best value, but I thought it was interesting. I think that game would be in a, an interesting reboot for Switch. If 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 they're ready to start, yeah, augmented reality, but it doesn't have a camera on it. Doesn't, doesn't it? have a camera. Yeah, wish it did. It's honestly a game that they could bring to iOS. Yes, as AR, it would do very well. I yeah. guarantee it would do very well. I'm surprised they haven't done that. It's a separate company from Nintendo, right? Nintendo owns 33 percent of the Pokemon company. Okay, so it's still up to them what they want to do with the license for Pokemon. The Pokemon company gets to do what they want, but they would never release something without talking to nintendo yeah so on the on the on the nintendo direct all everyone was posting in the chat was pokemon where's pokemon it's like guys there's not another pokemon coming for a long time so relax i don't think we're gonna see it till 2020 oh maybe even later i don't know why those games take so long to make when they're so simple yeah i don't either i think they do it late but they wait purposely no they do it because they want the largest addressable market for the system they want as many systems out in the world. So they want to hit like 40 million switches before they even think about releasing it. But the problem is, is that that's a system seller. I bought a 3DS so I could play Pokemon X. I know. Like that's, it's a system seller. You know what I mean? Like, and okay. when I played Pokemon X, I was like, okay, so it's I've been unchanged since 1997. But does Nintendo, <laughs> is Nintendo really in a situation where they need a system seller for Switch? No, they don't, but it would just be nice to but people want get the people what they want, but the people are like being a little pushy with the Pokemon thing. I mean Let the, the formula game come when it's ready. But like and I don't want another I don't want another tile based turn Pokemon game. Can it be different, please? Like I I, I was dying I mean, I I drudged through Pokemon X because I was like, Oh look, grid based map. Can't go here. 
You didn't even play Ultra Sun or Moon. Why? It's the same. It's the same damn game. I know. I all of them. Since it's this X and Sun and Moon are the same as Red and Blue. They're identical in terms of like you have the grid map and you have the turn-based Pokemon battle. I will say this about Sun and Moon. There's a nice little uh, Easter egg in it about Mr. Iwata. They talk about this develop. There's this weird. Like there's this weird moment where you basically go inside Game Freak headquarters, and there's a guy that'll talk to you, the trainer, about this guy who came and helped them, because uh, Mr. Iwata, he ported Red and Blue's uh, battle, or maybe Blue and Yellow, he ported the whole battle code over to Game Boy in like a day, and the, there's this scene in I wrote an article about it on Shack News, uh, but it's like. It's a story about how Mr. Iwata helped the company. It's kind of cute. I don't know. So there's little stuff like that. that you I have think, a soft spot for Mr. I mean, a lot of people how do. can you not? If you're a Nintendo fan, you're a Pokemon fan, if you're a Kirby fan, if you're like any kind of fan of those games, you're going to have a soft spot for him. So I was like, oh, the feels. So like, I felt like that was cool. But you're right. It's the same game. That's the problem. I mean, and it's great that it's legacy based. means you're not going to alienate your audience. But I really want something new. I know. I think a Pokemoba would be interesting. I told, yeah, Pokemon would be great. I would want, I told you what I wanted. I want an open world Pokemon game where your battles are in real time. That'd None of this it. turn-based stuff. But like you said, it'll never happen. I don't think it'll so. never happen. I think they're very careful. They're almost more careful than Nintendo. Because if they screw up a game, they alienate the whole audience and then it's gone. Yeah. They then everyone be. gets mad. Yeah. So I think that's the fear. So. But yeah. Detective Pikachu. Very divisive. I just can't. I mean, I can appreciate it, but watching Pikachu cha- talk brings back memories of watching Bowser talk in Sunshine. I was like, ah, like what is uh, what's happening? But he talked in the movie recently too. Skip it, skip it. He, he, didn't he talk in the most recent movie too? Which movie was that? I Pikachu something Pokemon movie. You don't remember this? He spoke at the very end. He's like, I'll never forget you, or something stupid. I would cringe if he did that. Yeah. Oh, you should. There's videos of it where people are like, <gasps> everyone. It's at the very end of the most recent Pokemon movie. Pikachu talks, and everyone's like, "No, no." <laughs> no. He shouldn't even be talking in, in Detective Pikachu. I just, I can't. He should just be saying Pika and subtitled. Yeah, brilliant, should, right? It, yeah. Be, but no, they gave him like this voice of this like British guy. It's so weird. I'm all for it. It's so weird. I can't do it, man. I can't. I'm sorry. You give Pikachu a Sherlock Holmes hat, and I'm going to buy your game on day one. Uh, yeah, I can't, though, when he talks, man. It, I, it can't do it. But what about the Amiibo? It's five and a half inches No, I, it can't do it, because I'm going to look at him and hear that voice and be like, Ugh. it can't do it, man. But what do you think of the movie? No. With Ryan Reynolds voicing it. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I, my mind can't process it. Do you think Detective Pikachu, the movie, will be a success? No. no. Really? No. Wow. It's too awkward, man. I think it's going to be a hit. I think kids are going to be like, why does Pikachu sound like Deadpool? That's what they're going to be like. And they're going to be like, this is weird. And like, uh, my mind can't process it. My mind's like, does not compute. Does not error 404 and shutting down. I'm all for it. I, I know you so. are. And that's great. I just, I, I can't. I'm not t- saying it's bad. I'm saying my mind can't wrap around the, the fact that I'm a kid talking to a Pokemon trying to solve mysteries. Well, I think you're wrong. Pika Pikachu, where are you? <laughs> like, have them like run like, and try to chase them. Okay. I don't know. I think it's going to be great. I'm not saying it's going to be great or bad. I'm just saying that I can't process it. He's the great detective Pikachu. I've been waiting for this game for so long. <laughs> you have. 
You really have. It's like three years now. You saw the screen. You're like, what the hell? When, when is this coming here? What is this? What's going on? I try to report on every little bit of Detective Pikachu <laughs> news did. that I can. Um, that's one of our focuses at Jack News. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's about everything that we saw that we thought was cool. Undertale. Yeah. That'll sell like mad. There's just a butt ton of ports coming. You're the port, man. You called you. it. You called it a CES earlier this year. You're the port. But Smash isn't a port. So. I mean, I'm suspecting it's not. If it is, I'll be disappointed. But if at this point, because they didn't say DX, they can't. But like, it can't be a port. No, they can't. They, they showed two new. I'm gonna. I'm assuming two new characters. I'm, I'm assuming the the Inklings are gonna be a skin swap. But two new characters, Breath yeah. of the Wild Link and the Inkling. So, what do you think the difference between Traditional Link, Toon Link, and Breath of the Wild Link will be. All move sets, all the move sets. So, but like that's what I mean. Like, what move set is Breath of the Wild Link gonna bring that traditional Link doesn't? So have? you'll probably have uh, a bomb. The bomb will be different. So it'll be oh, like a that's cube bomb right. yeah. that you can throw and then detonate, like time it. Oh, um, that's right. <clears throat> his arrow will probably be a lot different. It'll probably be an explosive arrow or oh, something. Oh, yeah, the fire arrow. Or, or it'll probably rotate. So, like, the first arrow will be explosive. Second will be lightning. Third will be, like, it'll oh, be that a rotation. Oh, that could be cool. Um, Do you think he'll have stasis? No, but I have a feeling that his, like, third jump will be, like, the magnet or something. You know, something that the Sheikah Slate did. Yeah. They'll, I mean, they're you know all very similar. what's weird about Breath of the Wild? Hmm. No hook shot. You didn't need one because you could go anywhere. I know. But wasn't it kind of weird? Because the hookshot had been... There were a lot of things weird with it, but not bad weird, just different weird. No, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, hookshot, that's one thing that traditional Link has in Smash, right? You have the glider. That's kind of the hookshot. Oh, but you think they're going to... Oh, he could use the glider for recovery. Jump, jump, and then, yeah. Oh, damn. He might be my new main. He'll be weird. He'll be very weird. I'm down. Um, And I think... uh, he might even have different weapons instead of just the Master Sword. I think you'll be able to switch weapons. I think you'll have so many hits with a weapon and it'll break and it'll switch to a different weapon and you'll have so many hits and it'll break and it'll rotate. I hope it's not a twig. <laughs> you know, it, like, it might be. Early on. To balance. Be, yeah, early on, you're just Link with a twig. <laughs> oh, man, that would suck. I, think, I really need to beat the Trial of the Sword, though. It's tough. Just take your time. You, you'll get it. It's hard because I, I got to the, uh, you know, those rock monsters. Are they stingy with arrows in the trial DLC? Um, depends. Because you can just like ping it with arrows indefinitely and then just win that way. Uh, you ping him and he falls down. Ugh, they're pretty stingy with almost everything. Okay, yeah, so you have to be accurate. That's Yeah, it's hard. Well, that's, I mean, it's back, it reminds me of the old days of like harder games because they were really short. Like they were like 45 minutes, but you had to keep doing a level over. But the payoff over and over is and awesome, again. man. Your sword doesn't decharge anymore and it's 60 damage. And you get the motorcycle, right? No, that's the other DLC. Okay, I got confused. Yeah. Sorry. There's two DLCs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the second one, I, I still. I, it was so tough that I was like, I want to finish the trial of the sword first so that I can have my badass master sword for it. I'm not very good at that game. I just love it. <laughs> it's different. I'm not like super mega pro. That's like, you know, speed running games or anything. No, that's not me. I, mean, I just, I, I can appreciate it for its art and its beauty and the story. And it's just so good. You guys should definitely buy it. That's the seventh mention of it. This podcast. Yeah. If bad case keeping track at home. Uh, so real quick, I want to do my balls update. 
I'm not pulling my balls out or anything, Greg. B A B A L L Z. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this in so, the comments before. I've been playing this game now. I I've been cheating at balls, right? There's a way to get infinite balls in this game. If right at the end you're about to die, you close the app and it starts you back off like you didn't take a turn. So I'm at 1465. For people who have been listening, I'm at 1465 and there's no end in sight. Don't cheat at balls. It's, it's the worst decision I've ever made. This game will never end, and I want it to stop. I don't even know what it is. Some kind of game. You don't know what balls is? How do you not know what balls is? I've been talking about this on the podcast. This is balls. It looks like... It's like Breakout. It's like Arkanoid. It's like Brick? Yeah. It's a Brick Breaker. <laughs> and I won't... I can't stop playing. I... <laughs> By the way, I have found another mobile game that I really like. It's called Part-Time UFO, and it's by HAL Laboratory. Oh, you do like that game. You've been talking about that game a lot. It's so much fun. You know those little, like, grabby claw things that are in the arcade? Basically, you're a UFO with one of those attached to you. And then you, like, find work, and you have to, like, go to a farm and pick up cows and put them on a truck. It's so odd, but it sounds fun. And then, like, you get bonus points for, like, having them stacked different ways. Weird. It's so bizarre, and I had no idea that HAL Laboratories was an independent developer. They're not first-party Nintendo. I think I knew they weren't owned by Nintendo. It's just weird, because like, when you think HAL, you think Kirby, Smash, you know? Like, they I think made... it's great that they think out of the box you can do that. Speaking of mobile games, you talk about, like, oh my god, the, the, the world of timed, of timer bullshit click games is done. All mm-hmm. these studios are shutting down. Yeah, yeah, Gameloft shut down their London studio. Rovio shut Zanga's down the studio. Zanga's in really tr- big trouble. Yeah. Like they're just... It's time. Bye. Bye, timer games. Yeah. Bye. See ya. And then uh, Brittany Vincent, our uh, senior mobile editor, uh, former EIC of Modojo, but we absorbed them, uh, she reviewed The Sims game, and it's full of that timer nonsense, too. And that was the main reason why she gave it a poor review. It's just like, it's kind of lame to see this stuff. It is. Because uh, you're not playing the game. You're just being caught behind timer walls. So stuff. what I like about part-time UFO, instead of that BS, $4, you get to play it as much as you want. I am i can't wait for for that to just, can I, I want to just pay a flat fee and have stuff locked. And like people shat all over Mario Run, but I liked that I didn't have microtransactions in that. I think it was probably $5 too much, like $10 a lot for a mobile game. Yeah, but that's licensing. It's 50% licensing. It's Mario. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, it's Mario. That's why. But I, I would rather do that than pay $50 in microtransactions. I My nephews have been addicted to multiple mobile games over the last few years, and they gouge these kids. And they're like, can I get some more crystals or some more whatever? You know, it's only a dollar for ten. Yeah, you know, but best that, value. But then forty dollars later, you're like, enough. You know, you've we could have bought NBA Two K. Yeah, it's, you know, and you're playing some stupid mobile game that's free to play. At least Nintendo's honest; they call it free to start. You know. Well, they have to now. Like, remember, it used to be free. Now it has that's get. The, yeah. The, well, the that's PFs. on the App Store. Okay. But marketing, they can still call it free to play. There was a lot of remember. I remember having controversies in that with a client back in the day about they were doing an infomercial and they can't say free. You can use the word free if you had to pay for something. Yeah, like shipping. You say free, free. All you use pay shipping. You can't say free. Yeah. So that was like so. I guess they they cracked down on the apps. Yeah, but the the app store is crumbling. There's too much garbage on there. Too many timers. It deserves. The yeah, time. it's the studios are overinflated. 
good. I hope that hope the ones that have I uh, hope the hope the US founded ones that have offices in Korea go first cuz those ones are just like we can pay a developer 10 cents an hour and make a timer game and it'll be great and we'll really no go no. away. Yeah. Go away quickly. So kind of talking about free to play, uh H1Z1 is going free to play. I know it doesn't sound very good for it, unfortunately. You know they didn't they release like a a battle royale with cars? I don't know. I thought it was like called. They've Auto done a, the game has changed dramatically over its like six year span, seven year span. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Adam Adam Clegg, who's the game designer on it now, I believe, yeah. and he's a great guy. And it's just, I think the project has morphed so many times; it's really hard to start funneling in. I think they had a good thing with the battle royale mode, but I don't know what they want to do with it. And I, when if a game goes free to play, I never consider that a good sign. No. So but I you just, know what game should have gone free to play that was originally announced free to play. We've already d- pronounced it dead several times on this podcast. Law Paragon. <laughs> <laughs> Lawbreakers. Oh, Lawbreakers is rip. Rip. Pour one out. Sanitize I, for Lawbreakers. You know, Steam Spy, they tell you how many people are active in the game. How many people were active? Two. No. Yeah. Oh, it's dead. It's, it's gone. averaging seven. It is gone. It's, it's so done. done. Yeah. And like, I... Out of curiosity, I started looking at some of my other games that I think are circling the drain. Quake Champions is only like 200. That's, well, I mean, if they can get a new audience for it, maybe. That's god-awful. It's not done yet, though. It's early access, which is also really weird. There's never been a Quake that was early access. They did long betas. Well, we did that thing, too, where we did the interview with him, and everyone just hated the interview with him. Not not, not the interview we did, but just the Tim answers Willits. he gave. Yeah. Well, Tim Willits and us now have a... Pr- our relationship would be, it's complicated. It's Yeah, it's not uh, good right now. Because he, uh, he didn't like Rocket Jump. He thought Rocket Jump was biased against him. But when you have the group of people at id, and you have people who hate each other, right? Like uh, Sandy Peterson might not like John Romero or our American McGee might not like John Romero, but they all agree that Tim Willits was wrong about something. You know, when you, it, it, what was weird about it? And I talked to David about this a couple, I don't know, maybe a month ago. It was like, there was so much venom in the development of quake one and two that like when we were digging up that old dirt, it like came to the surface before we even released yeah. the, the, the the feature because they were so mad at each other. Yeah, there's a, there was there's a ton of he shed, sea shed type of things that came up and you're just like, well, like and as journalists, we're we're not we don't take sides. Like we didn't take anyone's side. We just asked questions. Oh man, if the stuff that and we And it got cut, nasty really quick. The stuff that we cut because we were afraid of being sued is so filthy. I was like, oh my god. Like David would tell me, he's like, "Dude, read this." I was like, "Oh my god, that's like we can't run this." He's like, no. "Didn't didn't like we uh like I mean one one of was it the John Romero that like tweeted like he just flat out called out there was like a Twitter war that happened because well, of yeah, him, right? Because Tim Willits claimed that he invented multiplayer. Yeah, and then John Romero was like, "No," and then they got a little over our article. So now like basically we they they're not a fan of us right now, but it's not our fault. We still love Quake. We were, Shack News was founded because Steve Gibson emailed John Carmack for screenshots of Q-Test, the beta for Quake. So that's how we started. You know, it's deep in our DNA. We love Quake. Every Christmas, I think it's Christmas Eve, every year, I hold a Quake tournament. And I give away the best NVIDIA GPU every year. 
to the winner. And I even participated this year, and I got wrecked. It was like 40 to negative 5. Because it was on it was on Q2 DM4, and I hate that level. It's got lava all over the place. <laughs> it's funny, but like Quake Champions, though, if you go not... It's not only on YouTube where everyone's just bashing the game and saying it's terrible and they'd rather play Quake Live. It's, it's chatty, too. They don't want to... They don't like it either. No, we ran an article, or we ran a video that... Tim, the headline was Tim Willett says... Don't play Quake, Quake Live, Live. Play, play Quake, Quake Champions. Champions. And that triggered Reddit, YouTube, Shaq. Oh, it's still on the Quake Reddit. Oh, I know. It might as well be pinned to the top. Everyone hates that. And what's great about it, though, the Quake Reddit still knows Shaq news. Everyone at QuakeCon, they're like, Shaq news. You know, it's like, we are still the go-to thing for Quake. And that makes me happy. Uh, but yeah, they're... I hope they I hope they keep talking to us, but I doubt they will. They're pretty mad. If, if if I think if Quake Champions is successful, they'll talk to us. I think if it tanks, they'll be pissed. I kind of want to interview the lead designer, uh, Sync Error, at Quake at PAX. I think we can get in. We're gonna try to get him. I on think we'll screen. be able to get it because they need to. They need to do some PR damage control. I mean, they can't afford to be saying no thank you to press when the game's in this condition. Yeah. So, I mean, they'll do it. Like, I mean, especially a site Tim Willits that's been may around. Not, may not. I doubt we ever get an interview with Tim Willits Yeah, we again. will never interview him again, but the other ones, we'll get, you know, we'll get some other devs that you know at an It's event. collateral damage, man, because if we got, if John Carmack, you know how hard it is to get an interview with John Carmack? Yeah. The fact that he would talk to us and we could get Sandy Pearson, American McGee, John Romero, you know, to all talk to us, that was hard to do, man. It took a lot of effort for us to do that. And it was just, it was funny to see the venom boil over multiple times. And this is all part of Rocket Jump that's a part of our long, yeah. explain what Rocket Jump is. Rocket Jump is a long read that David Craddock wrote, our, our, our usual co-host, he's up in Ohio right now. Um, but yeah, it's 130,000 plus words about the Quake franchise from Quake 1 all the way to Quake 4. Actually, Quake Live and even a little bit of Quake Champions. I don't think we left out Quake 4 because it kind of sucked. But <laughs> it's Quake 1, 2, 3, the real meat of it. And uh, we yeah. spent months working on this thing. $5 a month, you can sign up for Shack News Mercury. And you can read it on our site. Or you can download an MO, a Mobi file uh, that will be readable on your e-readers. Uh, it's awesome. It helps support our site. It's premium content. No one else is doing stuff like this. David basically wrote a book. He's done it twice now. Book, yep. He wrote one about Doom, and now he's written one about Quake. And now he's working on one for Pillars of Eternity in the Infinity Engine. I saw he added two more chapters today. Nice. So, he has yeah. a machine, dude. He really is. Dude. He is a writing machine. Yeah. It's just funny because I a couple weeks ago, I was like, I was talking about my stupid Donkey Kong Sea of Thieves feature. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes I just sit down and I write a whole thing out. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I know. Not all of us have whatever the hell that gene is. I, you know, and it's sad to watch. I mean, it's, the thing is, is like I think every franchise has its time in the limelight, and then eventually it gets really popular and it peaks, just mm -hmm. like any business. It peaks, and then you either have to do something extremely different, or just kind of watch your franchise snowball into oblivion. Halo's a good example of that. Yeah. Halo 1, oh, this is great. Halo 2, oh my god, amazing. Halo 3, that's ah, okay. Halo 4, uh, Halo 5, uh, You know what I really appreciate about the Doom feature that we wrote? Uh, it's called Stairway to Badass. The decision to completely scrap Doom 4 and rebuild it 
That took some balls. And they didn't do that with Quake Champions. They just powered through. They're like, we're just going to release this thing. And it's fracturing the community. That's the problem. Yeah, when you and fracture, it's, it's never a good it's thing. It's different because Quake Live didn't have a single player. Quake Champions doesn't have a single player. Doom was all about the single player. you know, And they got it right. It's weird because they're both under the same house. For it's different soft, teams, though, though. It is different teams. It is different lead designers. But for id to be so damn focused and so right on with Doom 2016, to win our Shaq News Game of the Year, I had to threaten to shut down the site. But it won. You do that every day. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Come on. I'm not going to do it this year. No, what? Not. I'm not going to threaten to shut down the site. No, I'm year. being facetious. I because like <laughs> what is like it's going to be an interesting debate for game of the year this year. It really will. I think there's a lot of games out there. There's the big Kahuna is Red Dead, and if they screw it up with microtransactions, it won't win. But if it's a wonderful story like the first one, it could. The um we the Slack. I just can't remember that. I mean, it's it's a shit show for game of the year because we did it. We did like a top 10 out of 10 club just ta- just talking in slack casually and everyone was like this game or i'll fight you this game or i'll fight you and like some of them were bad games and you're just like what yeah everyone has we 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 like this or do we like that when we're all over the place yeah about we, the games that we think are great the 10 out of 10 club is basically tearing my staff apart yeah. at this point that's why we in case you're wondering why we haven't released a single 10 out of 10 feature yet it's because my staff sucks it's basically true and they don't even think Star Fox 64 is a 10 it's basically true it's it's weird, right? Because we have all these opinions about things, and it's it's everyone's gonna be partial to the games they grew up with most. You know, that's that's the key. Is that the some people are thirty, some people are twenty, some people Donovan's. How old is Don Donovan's young? The youngest one on our staff, right? He was two years old when I went to my first E three. So he's like he's gonna be 19. twenty. He's gonna be twenty this year. Yeah, so he can't even drink. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's all about like it's a generational thing. You know, like I never played Quake because I didn't have a PC. So when I played Quake Champions, I was like, yeah, not for me. He wasn't even alive when Quake came out. What year did Quake come out? 1996. It was a glorious year for video games. The best year. He was not. Yeah. He was not alive when Quake came out. I remember 97 because that's the year I got Resident Evil. 96, 97, and 98. I got Resident Evil, Final Fantasy 7, and another PlayStation game that I played a lot. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Those are outstanding years for games. I think we're in a similar period right now. The Switch is is bringing everything. to. But even like, look at... uh, Look at Fortnite, PUBG. Look at uh. Should we pour one out for Xbox One X? No. No, don't pour it out. No. Not not yet. There's this thing called Sea of Thieves. It's pretty. It's on PC though. It's cause it's an Xbox game. It's on PC. Yeah. Whatever. Not. But like I'm saying, you have an Xbox One, Mm -hmm. but Xbox One X, the one that's five hundred dollars. I have an Xbox One X. Is it covered in dust? No. It's plugged into my 4K TV. I play it. I thought you were played CTs on PC. No, it depends. I, 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 if it depends how I'm feeling, because like I said, sometimes I want to sit on my computer. I want to sit on the couch. When I'm doing couch Sea of Thieves, if I'm not streaming, I'm on my couch with Lola playing Sea of Thieves. If I am streaming, I'm on my PC. See, here's the lame problem though. Like I have an Xbox One, and I would like an Xbox One X, but I'm not paying five hundred dollars to get. 10 more frames rate in 4K. I resolution. gave my Xbox One to David because he didn't have one. It's like, here. You want him to play CSVs, didn't you? Yes. Is he going to play it? Yes. He loved it. He does not like multiplayer games. Uh, the, scale test, the scale test was going on a few weeks ago. It's like, here, have some. 
If he does not play it, I'm going to send him my Xbox One. He's going to send me the Xbox One, One X. He doesn't have a One X. Oh, just an Xbox One. I gave him my original Xbox One. Oh. When I, when I got my Xbox One X. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I just, that's at least the problem. Like, I don't want to spend $500 for it. Literally, like, the problem is they say enhance because they can't guarantee 60 frames per second. Yeah. And they can't guarantee 4K. Yeah. So they have to say enhance, which means, like, 37 frames per second and 380p resolution. No, like, I, I understand what you're saying. And it's not like <laughs> I think the Xbox One X is some amazing product. I don't. I don't think, I think it's, it's like, hurting them having that out. I don't think so. I think it's it reminds me of Atari in the late stages of their life where they were like, no. you remember like, here's the Atari 2600, here's the next Atari, and they fragmented their oh, user base. And then the Jaguar that. bankrupted them. Yeah. Oh, no. So Microsoft's not going bankrupt. But they're not looking too good right now no it's just i think we're headed to xbox as a service which is something we've talked about on the show and we yeah. think is the right way to go so if sea of thieves is going to be a pc game by all means my problem with that sentence if it's a, if it's really a pc game you better allow us to do mods and dedicated servers and all these things it's not it's an Xbox game that works on PC. Yeah, I, that's the difference. I don't think you. I mean, it's really hard to do mods on a game like that with online dedicated servers and online. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've seen people do it in like fighting games. Yeah, but like on online modes where it's like open world, it's hard to do mods because you have to con- connect to the server, or sometimes you can only see the mod, like that kind of thing. You know who? To- you know where they've done have had success with that is Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, I've, I've never got it to work properly, so no, I just don't even... Our, our buddy Josh Hawkins is streaming Grand Theft Auto RP role-playing. Have you seen any of that? No, he left. He left. He's he, off the channels. He's gone. I don't know I where know he is he anymore. I know he left everything. <laughs> but he, if you go to Dat Rage... I'm going to shout him out. Twitch.tv slash Dat Rage guy. He streams Grand Theft Auto RP role-play. And they have their own role-playing servers with role-playing rules and mods and all sorts of stuff, dude. And that's an Xbox uh, mod that they did. Yeah, but I, I got and you, you know Rockstar man. They will murder you if you go onto their server with any kind of mod. Yeah, you will be permed. But they have allowed the community to make their own servers. So that's all I'm saying is if see if these because my whole thing is I have to look at this from a Shack Battle perspective. Right now, all we can do is have four people on a boat, right? <laughs> I want to have 16 people fighting with each other. Can you imagine four shack boats going at each other? That would be entertaining as all heck. You it's know, like, balanced though. There's gonna be a, it's gonna be crazy. As, but I, I'm the thing I I, I want to interview these folks because I want to know how many people are in an instance of Sea of Thieves. That's an interesting question, right? And then how many will you open it to have parties? No, we asked them that question at E3. I asked them that question. Yeah. And they said it works on like an algorithm so it's not overcrowded or undercrowded. Like you're not in one locked in an instance. You're constantly going in between instances. And the computer determines how many people should be crossing between these instances at any given time. That's insane. Because if if, if they did it that way, it'd be it's like server-based. You log into a server that has a max of 90 people and, you know, and they're kind of all over the place. Like it's, so that's you're constantly in between instances. Well, that's insane. Then how can I? They need to create party systems. <laughs> you need to have at least a party of sixteen, if you want to really get people excited about this game. 
Because, like, otherwise it's going to be groups of four. It is groups of four. That's how the games balance. The game design has to have some type of balance, and four is the even number they chose to be balanced. Mm. You, when you figure you got, you know, helmsmen and people to run and stuff like that anymore, and it gets chaotic, it also becomes more difficult to balance with how many people you have to deal with. Because oh. besides, if, you, if you're if you a solo man dungeon, you, you, cr- you come across a 16-man group, you're just screwed. There's no, like I'm no not fighting. saying I want 16 people on one galleon. I just want to be like, I have 16 friends. I want to be able to have a Sea of Thieves instance with all 16 friends in it. Yeah, I think their algorithms don't allow for that. I think that's... That could be a huge problem. That's, to me, one of the biggest problems. Well, look at Destiny. Destiny had the same problem. It sure did. You know what I mean? Groups of three or whatever, four or whatever the weird number was for strikes or... Fire teams were uh, three. Yeah. And then the raid teams were six, which are both stupid numbers. But Destiny did something uh, similar with their instances. Like, you weren't locked in a server. You were in a world, and they would go, people would go in and out of the instance, depending yeah. on how many active people were doing that area in that time. Anyway, Sea of Thieves is Xbox's last stand here. It's a great game. And it's predicted that sometime this year, Nintendo will surpass, Nintendo Switch will surpass Xbox One in units. Then they'll be dead last. Yeah. And that will have been a massive failure. Well, PS3 was dead last the last cycle, so yeah, you can bounce back. No, but it does. We're not talking about next gen. We're talking about this gen. Yeah, the fact that Nintendo could surpass you with only two years. We're talking about now. It's happening now. You're looking at right now. Yeah, we're talking about now. <laughs> I'm not talking about tomorrow. I just like to compare the PS3 because the PS3 was in last dead last, and it was garbage. Yeah, when I got hacked and that my credit card information was stolen. I unplugged my PS3 forever. I also have coder friends, and for those of you who chewed code on Chatty, the 16 cores were like a night. The allocation memory between that stupid system was a nightmare from what he tells me. Also, the fab for it was. They had to have their own chip factory. It was just all dumb. <clears throat> Everything they did, they learned from it. I hear you. Microsoft's learned- learning now. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think Microsoft <laughs> learns anything. Because they ever. wouldn't have released Xbox One X if they knew if they were learning. Exactly. That's my opinion. Exactly. They wouldn't have. This whole this whole stopgap system nonsense that we got, the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X are both systems I don't want. I never bought a PS4 Pro. I bought an Xbox. I actually got a review copy of the Xbox One X. That's how I have this one. Uh, and then I gave away one on chat. You got the cool day one edition too, right? The Scorpio. No, di- I gave it away. Nice. Yeah. That was a Shackmas giveaway. Someone in Germany won it. Oh, I'm ineligible. I had to send a freaking 400-pound Xbox One X to Germany. Ugh. It cost almost more than the system to ship it. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Merry Christmas. I know, right? I'm Shaka Claus. <laughs> but, yeah, let's not pour hand sanitizer out for Xbox just yet. Uh, not Xbox, Xbox One X specifically. Mm. It's close, though. Here's the thing. They never make money off the hardware. Ever. It's the software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this. I've no, heard no, this. no. They don't even make money off the software most quarters. They just don't make money. Xbox One X is a loss leader for them. Do they not like money? They must not. <laughs> My problem, I say this all the time, and it sound like a broken record. Microsoft has forgotten that they're a software company. Yes. Yes, you're right. No, they have. You know? And it's like, <laughs> come on, guys. Make some good software. Microsoft Surface. Make a game. <laughs> Microsoft Connect. Buy games. Microsoft Xbox. Someone should buy Capcom. You know, like it's just no. They bounce back. They have Monster now. They have legs now because of that game. I know, but like, 
that was they were oppor- drowning. But that was an opportunity two years ago when Street Fighter fell flat on. Oh, space. absolutely! When Mega Man was trashed. Yeah, when Mega Man was in the dark. When MVCI before you know. RE Seven had its success. No, I agree. The last two years have been great for Capcom. But they were like a billion dollars a few years ago. That's nothing for Microsoft. You want a lot of people to buy other video game companies a lot. You're like, you should buy them. They should buy them. Nintendo should buy them. And I'm like, well, I guess so. I just think there's some times where acquisitions can help both companies. You know, if you had, well, think about it, man. If you made Street Fighter a Nintendo exclusive, come on. But they're too close to Sony. I know. I think Sony might buy them. Maybe, maybe Sony would buy them. Sony could buy them too, man. That's what I'm saying. And both Jap, I think it'd be a Japanese developer that would merge with them. Um, it's not like Konami's going to get acquired. Oh, they're dead. Aren't no, they dead not. water? No, they're not. The last E3, they only showed a soccer game, and that was it. Dude, they're a pachinko company. Yeah, that's that's it. Is that's what I meant? They're done making video games. They're just going to make pachinko games now. I mean, they made Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, and they're not dead. Excuse me, what was that? What is that game? Sorry, what's what are we segueing into next? What's our next one? We talked about We talked about everything and we gotta talk about extra life. <gasps> no, I wanna get tilted again. Let's get angry about Extra Life United. So the big the reason we're here in Orlando Sigh <sighs> is that we were competing in a charity tournament for the kids. Awesome. You brought me here because yeah. I never get to do anything extra like because I'm always working at BlizzCon. And you also always complain to me about how everyone is horrible in general, yeah. right? I go to a lot of events. I meet a lot of other journalists who remain nameless and a lot of streamers who are lame nameless, Toby Turner, um, that are just terrible human beings. Yeah, you meet influencers and they're awful. There's a lot of awful people in our industry. I'll readily admit that. But I came here last year. And I met some wonderful people. And you see, you see me interact with these people. And we're like, they're like, like, hey, Asif, they're all happy to see you. Yeah, like everyone's happy to see each other here. It, this is a big bowl of positivity because these are the people who work hard for their local charities. Everyone's working for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, right? Extra Life was started 11 years ago and partnered with uh, Children's Miracle Network 10 years ago, right? So... We, we are here on behalf of Children Specialized in New Jersey, right? And that's a network of hospitals, but they're based mainly in Newark. Uh, I went there a few years ago and got to tour the hospital and play some games with the kids uh, the day before uh, Extra Life uh, Game Day. The reason that you're here is that you never get to participate in Game Day because it happens during BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. And you never get to stream with us. And yeah. It's, it's a bummer. So I was like... I told you, like, I can't remember when last year, but I was like, you're coming with me to Extra Life United for two reasons. I wanted you to participate in Extra Life, and I wanted you to be surrounded by the positive people on Twitch and on YouTube and, like, see these people who, like, are really doing something good. And I think you've witnessed some really cool stuff, right? Congratulations, Oz, if you make me feel like a terrible person. Yeah. I mission, appreciate that. Mission accomplished. I just walk around, I'm like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. And then, like, all these guys are like, I went to the hospital and gave all these kids shoes. I went to the hospital just to Spider-Man. I'm like, wow, I'm a selfish motherfucker. And so I'm just like, you know, I'm the asshole in the room now. Great. Thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah. These like- are really good people here, man. Like, I'm, like, embarrassed. I'm like, well, they're like, hey, man, do you go to your hospital? I'm like, they're like, I can't hear you. You're trailing off. And I'm just like, eh. I feel, and I feel bad because I haven't been to the hospital in, like, a year and a half. But you donate money, though. I do. So? 
I'm a garbage human being. Awesome. Okay, you moved your point several times over. When I donate, they're like, they want to see me even more. You know what I mean? Like they're like, oh my god, you gotta come see what we did. You gotta see this machine that we bought because of you. You know what I mean? So it's like they want to show us the progress. They want to make us more motivated. And I, I will say. I got super motivated by going to the hospital. Everyone, when you get to go in there and you see the benefit, you see the kids get excited just because you're there to play games with them. You know, because these are kids, Trone Specialized, man. These are kids who are underprivileged that had traumatic injuries, either, uh, or like, let's say they're in a really bad car accident or they got brain cancer when they're like three years old. Uh, our champion last year, Jude, he was paralyzed from the neck down at the age of three. Two years later, he's walking around talking smack to me about the Browns sucking. You know what I mean? So it's like when you see that kind of uh, the results from your efforts, it just makes you more motivated. And that's why, like, it's something for me where I'm like, no, I want people to understand why I care about this so much. And I think every year we're starting to see more and more Shackers understand that. What's been really cool is that we do a 48-hour thing usually where it's 24 hours for Shaq, 24 hours for the chatty. And it's been really cool. You know, last year we raised over $80,000. And then this year we raised nothing because we got knocked out at every damn game. Well, it's not over yet. We got a whole year here, man. But we didn't win any money in the tournament. We're both tilted. We're both salty. But at the same time, neither of us really practiced at all. I practiced Rocket League, Greg. I, I was kind of like... You practice Sonic. I practice Sonic a little bit. I was kind of surprised because when you can sign up for the games you want, and like this on their website, they said like you know we appreciate people who do randoms so we can fit in stuff that we need things for. And so I just did a random. I was like, they won't put me in Rocket League. That's going to be a popular game. And I was put in Rocket League. The first game I play, I'm sixteen and one. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, why have this game here? It's either you know it or you don't. And then I'm like, whatever. Then I did really well in the board game phase. Mm-hmm. Got to the semifinals there, and then this. I met the two asshole people on this entire yeah, thing. I know. The two asshole. So I was playing Sagara, I think it's it's called. Yeah, Cigarette. C- Cigarette, and like I don't know if you guys play. The rules say that when you make a mistake, you lose a turn. So I, this guy deliberately waited for me to make two mistakes, and then called me out. So I lost two turns, and then. Even at the end of the game, it's a point system. I was like six points from winning. So I would have won if I didn't yeah. lose those two turns. Yeah. And it's just kind of it's shitty to be vindictive and stuff. Well, that's it. just a meta. Oh, I'll yeah. wait two turns so he's behind. Yeah. So I can win. Yeah. And okay. he didn't win, though. Thank God. Yeah, I know. And then, and, like, and then they played that stupid Smash Brothers clone game. Rivals of Aether. Fuck that game. I actually figured it out a little. I was spamming the... I was basically playing, like, a a Kirby. It was like you like, and the other guy both knew only knew like three moves and you guys just kept throwing out the same three moves. <laughs> it was just, it's just, it's just, we needed to practice. We needed to practice. No, it bad. was a bad game. It's a bad game too. R- Rivals of Aether is a bad game. I don't, everyone's like, oh, it's well balanced. I'm like, uh-uh. When some players can ledge grab and others can't, come on. If you're trying to be a Smash clone, be a Smash clone. I hated that game. And then the, the final, the final, like, the thing that literally made me want to... Th- I took every ounce of willpower not to throw my controller against a wall is the Sonic Mania. Thing. We got really far in that. Yeah, we were both, I think... Top uh, nine. Yeah, we, we almost got... We're one game away from um, being top eight. I got... um, 
I played a guy who was really good at Sonic. He knew everything was. I didn't. The people were tilted, including me, because the point system... At the end of the game, it's a racing. You're, you're racing on the same level Yeah. with another person. Split screen. Split screen. And um, you get points for getting coins, killing enemies, getting items, and finishing in time. The problem is the point system is completely invisible. So at the end of the... Like, I lost the first match... And I had 120 coins, and I finished before him, and I had, like, one item. Yeah. He had seven items, a couple enemies, and more time, and he still won. And I'm like, what? And it didn't give me any total, so it doesn't tell me which which points are worth the most. I had ten times the amount of coins he had, yeah. and I still lost. So that pissed me off. And then we had a tiebreaker for Poyo Poyo, which was, like, a it's a match-three Tetris game. And Asif was watching as I was trying to move the things. They would move double, and the, they would move over twice instead of once. This is what I want to talk about. Sonic Mania is a bad game. The competitive mode is garbage. That game sucks. Complete fucking garbage. It's trash. The competitive they, they, mode is. Yeah, that was a bad game to pick for this tournament. Yes, that's what you mean. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was a bad. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like the actual Sonic game, Sonic Mania, good, good Sonic game. game. But the competitive mode in it is garbage. Trash. And Poyo Poyo is Horrible buggy as hell. Horrible thing for a tournament. There's actually a bug in Poyo Poyo. If you hit rotate quickly enough to the to the left, your guy will your thing will disappear. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's a broken ass game. That's really a mess. And they should they should be ashamed for picking that game in this tournament. It, I would have been way happier if it was Dive Kick or like uh, uh, Nidhog. You know, like something like that would have been way more fair. If Tiny listens to this podcast or extra listens to this podcast next year, please pick more games that are a little bit more RNG and less 100% skill based. Fighting games are 100% skill based. There's no RNG. Rocket League is 98% skill based mm-hmm. except for the kickoff. And so if you don't know that game, you're just going to lose. Yeah. So it's just no fun because you're not having any fun and you don't stand a chance. Yeah, I think you said next year you're just going to do all tabletop. I think so. Because tabletop, even though if you have dick power gamers, you still have the rules in front of you, and it's a turn-based game, so you have time to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do, I think, next I year. I don't have the patience for tabletop. I always make Well, mistakes. see what games they have next year. If there's like some games... I mean, I get it. Like You're good at certain games and other games, but... Man. I just want F-Zero Death Race as an option. You should I... play retro games. Hmm? Just play retro games. And why can't they just bring in F Zero on the SNES? Yeah, it'd be cool. It's a game. It's a racing game. It's easy to understand. They need games that are easy to understand. Yeah. And like for one, like and Tricky Towers was an okay game to understand. You, the power ups were kind of confusing. Oh God, I hate that. But it was game. an okay game to understand. Sonic Sonic Mania is an okay game to understand at a glance until you look at the point system and be like, what the hell? How does this work? It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. And also, there's just I'm not gonna talk to smack about hospitals. And then not. Rocket not. League. No, don't. Just don't. I won't talk smack about it. It's just we. There are some people who take it a little too seriously and aren't very nice about it. And they're very rude. There are some so. rude people here. So not everyone's great, but most people are. Ninety-five percent of the people here. Oh, are I can excellent. have a conversation with everybody, which is great. Yeah, and when you think about other events that we go to, never are, you, are people like, this friendly. There's something about like when you lose a game, you say, "Hey, man, good game." You know, that's how you say it. This yeah. one guy said, "Sorry, dude." Yeah. Like, sorry, dude. You mean sorry, dude? I won. Player two won. It's only that's the second round where we were tied. Yeah, man, just said I won. No, we gotta do the poyo poyo. No, we don't. 
He got up and walked away and it started. And he's like, wait, wait. And he started trying to plug his thing. My thing's not everything. I should have been, sorry, dude. I should have said that. Yeah. But I'm a good person. So I said, no, let's pause it and restart it and do all that. And then I didn't realize it was only one match. We played two. And I won the first one. And he won the second two. Yeah, that's what I was confused by. So I should have called that out. Technically, you should have won that. Yeah, but whatever. They, those guys can be assholes and they can do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, I feel so embarrassed for California. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I yeah. Because the folks from Ohio that we've met, lovely. Ohio, Orlando, Tennessee, Oklahoma. Yeah. Josh, Alabama, Georgia. A lot Down of great, Georgia. A lot of great people from Georgia here. Um, I mean, the Philly Canada. People, Philly people are nice. The Canada people are nice. They're always nice. The Arkansas people are nice. Like, there's just a ton of wonderful people here. You know, so it's, it was, it's great. There was one particular team from California that just was not nice. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. Um, and then someone called me a snowflake, and I almost punched him in the face. I, but he asked me how much money I raised last year, and I said $80,000 and just stared him down. And he was like, oh. I was Which, like, yeah. I think it's and really- then like a couple of the guys who I'm friends with were like, yeah. How much did you raise? I think, I think it's funny because you're not even a millennial. You're Gen X. So I think it's like a double like, what? Like, yeah. you're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I'm not even no a millennial. No snowflake. It's a millennial thing, I'm, dude. I'm older than you. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm old as fuck. I established that last episode or two episodes ago. Uh, but yeah, besides that, you know, we're, we're a little... It's just annoying because that guy that you lost to is the same guy that I lost to that knocked yeah, me out of Yeah, that was League. the one I should have won. And then... He, that game that you lost in Sonic, or no, it wasn't Sonic. Yeah, he was playing to play. You were playing. If you won, we were going to play each other. So then I lost to that jerk too. That was the second time that I lost in the tournament to the same person. So that was kind of annoying. Well, we just we learned our lesson. We need to practice the games. I know. That's what we need to do. We definitely need to practice. We also need to lobby tiny. We, we to need to make practice. And, and Rocket League is a bad game to pick because there are people who have thousands of hours in Rocket League. There's also pros that come to this. Yeah, so fuck that game. Don't sign up for that game next year. I love that game. I will sign up again. I one was, v ones is weird too because it changes the dynamic of the entire game. I was one game away from winning money for our charity. I was so close. Yeah, we were pretty. We were That's pretty what mad. sucks about this. We were like the Cleveland Browns Extra Life it's, United, man. It's worse. We, <laughs> we snatched defeat from the jaws of victory so many times in the last two days. It's it's worse. I was telling Austin, it's, I was telling you, it's worse than like going to like a regular tournament and losing, not getting gift cards because if you feel like you're losing for the kids. Maybe that's the name of the episode is the Cleveland Browns of Extra Life United. <sighs> <laughs> I just pictured the whole time. I'm like, after I lost my son, I think I'm like, the, the 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 hospital's probably like, oh, sorry, guys. Greg didn't win any money, so you don't eat today. Great. No, they're funded. Fuck. I'm just going to cut them a check for $500 at the end of the week. I'm still mad. It doesn't change the fact that I'm still mad. I know, but it'll make me feel a little better. <laughs> if that's any consolation. I feel better about myself. No. <laughs> it's just a title. It's <laughs> just... Uh... But, you know, we still have our extra life bucks that we can bet tomorrow. I'm I, And I'm even. I, I bet 5-1-5, bet 5 I'm up 10, 15. So. Okay. So. We can play some, I'll play some board games tomorrow maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so tilted. I'm so mad. Yeah. It's just that we were so close multiple times. Four times we had a chance to win $250 for our charity. And every time we lost. That's what sucks. You know? And it's just like. 
being that close, it's gut wrenching, man. And like I was talking to Hammersy, you know, from the Cartridge family, from Greenlit, you know, John Benjamin. I was talking to him on the phone after we lost in Sonic, and he was like, "What's the matter, what's the matter man?" And I'm like, "I'm just fucking pissed off. We lost." I told him, "I'm like, I'm too old for this shit, man." He's like, "Oh man, I want to come down next year." <laughs> I was like, "Tell him, I'm like, you gotta come, dude. Like, bring the family." What would he pay? What would he play? He's a Sonic Mania guy. He's also NBA 2K really well, right? Yeah, yeah. He he could do some damage, man. And also, he's pretty good at Smash, so. With some practice time, he could have done some damage in Rivals of Aether. I thought I was good at Smash until I went to the office and, like, Andrew wrecked me. <laughs> Andrew was wrecking everybody. Andrew and John are the best. And Ozzy. Ozzy's very good at Smash, too. We got a lot of good Smash players in our crew. I'm terrible. I'm very bad. I don't... I don't. I, that's why I do Amiibo Training well, Academy. Well, if, if you do duos, like, there's actually a legit strategy where one player just, like, soaks up damage and the other player just takes advantage after the move sets out. It's a legit strategy. People I'm a do good it. teammate. Yeah, I'm a good teammate in that sense. We have to play a big body. We, used to, we used to do that with uh, Gears. My brother was that guy. I'll distract them. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would, they, he would distract them, and then I would flank. And like I would kill two guys, and he's still alive, or I'd revive him. So then he'd be a bullet sponge again. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was I was good at gears, man. I, like I that was like, I kept telling Tiny, I was like, he's one of the the coordinators of the event. I was like, can we get some quake in here or something? <laughs> They're like, no. It's like something old that people haven't been playing for like the last you know year. You know what I mean? I think you might have a better chance. Everyone yeah. will be the same proving ground. Oh, I used to play this. Like that kind of thing is better than oh yeah, I've just played this yesterday and won three tournaments. Like that's not the. <laughs> I don't know. Better, better. What do you? What did you call it when you're filtering? Better filter. Better matchmaking, please. Yeah. Better matchmaking, please. Yeah, that was the other thing. There were no, there were no seeds. That's what you were saying. Yeah, seeds. there need to be seeds. Cause that's what we. You know, I I've been a, I've held multiple Rocket League tournaments for Shaq, right? And we try to do power rankings so that the worst players have to play the best players, and then it gets to the quarterfinals or where the best players are going to be, you know, semifinals, finals, you know, that's how sports do it. That's how everyone tries to do it. Right. This is just RNG and it's just the luck of the draw. It was a miracle that I made it as far as I did in Sonic mania. Remember I kept walking up to you. I'm like, I won again. Like I hate this game. It's because Sonic is a, is, is an easy game to understand. That's why. Cause you just go forward. You mm-hmm. know, the mechanics, even though you don't like it, you know, that, Rings give you points that, you know, we know what each of the little power-up things does, like, and you just got to avoid damage. It's an easy game to understand. That's why we got so far in it, because it's not like Rock League when you spend thousands of hours into it to be good, or, or, or a bad Smash game, you know? I'm like not it's terrible at Rocket League. No, you know, you're not bad. You just got matched with people who were better. That's yeah. just the problem. Yeah, like, when you have, like, a pro playing you. Or semi-pro, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, great. Um, and they're just rude. <laughs> you know? Was, the people you played were specifically rude. Yeah, I, I played you, did you, get, you didn't get matched with Lumen, right? No. Okay, thank God. No, he beat me in the... Let's talk about the Rock, Paper, Scissor tournament started off. Yeah, I love that. Can we just do every game that, please? Please. Rock, Lumen beat me in rock, in rock, Paper, Scissors to start. So the first round of Rock, Paper, Scissors, I got knocked out immediately by Enjoy. Lumen. Enjoy. The second round, I knocked out Erika Ishii <laughs> the first round. I actually made it kind of far the second time. Uh, but our friend uh, Dusty over at Tulsa Extra Life, he won. Two thousand dollars for his charity. So we're we're stoked for them, man. Like Scott and him are good people. 
you know, I've, I've been friends with Scott for a while now. It was funny. We were like internet friends. Cause like we had met each other in the Prima game stream, like in 2013, you know, and like Dat Rage guy and Rumpo and Scott, they were all, oh, they like, did all know Bill. That's right. They yeah, knew Bill. Yeah. They're all friends like on the internet, like playing destiny together and stuff. So it's like destiny one. Right. So like they're all on the same fire team. So it's funny. Like I met Scott last year, but we had known each other for like three years. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's like, it was funny. Cause I heard them call his name and I was like, Scoot Flanagan, look, there he is. Like, <laughs> there you are. I'm Techno Sucks. I'm Harvey and Techno Sucks. Can I help you? No, he's getting he's like, who the hell are you? It was just so funny. No, he knew who I was because he's like, it's the GIF. <laughs> <laughs> it's best Frank Firefly. <laughs> the world famous. <laughs> Why aren't you crying? <laughs> no, um, it's funny. Uh, but yeah, that's what ends up happening tomorrow is like, You've now met a bunch of people, and now we know some people are in the top 16, hopefully. Like, I'm going to be rooting for Lumen. He's a good guy. You know, like, I want him to win. Like, he's still playing for charity. I think it's cool that he's gone from, like, eSports to now working at Epic, but he's still here. You know what I mean? And just a little bit of charity shaming real quick. I don't see anyone from GameSpot here. IGN. I don't see anyone from... IGN doesn't even do Extra Life, Greg. Oh, good for them. Right? They're too busy. (laughs) I didn't see anyone from Giant Bomb here, Greg. Polygon. They don't even do Extra Life. (laughs) They're too busy. We're too busy over here. We gotta cover Doctor Who episodes. All right, we gotta say who the hot new director is for the new Black Panther two movie. Titty streamers. Titty stress Kotaku. Oh, probably uh, yeah, it's Kotaku. Kotaku. They don't do it either. So it's like we're here. Shaq News is here. Shaq News is here. Rooster Teeth is here. They got a team, man. Rooster Teeth is here. Erica from Geek and Sundry, she's here. You know what I mean? Props to those folks for coming. You know. Shame on those companies owned by CBS for not being here and bragging about their 72 hours raising 15 grand. Okay, that's enough of charity shame, but sorry. We're done. We raised our 15 grand last year. We're good. Right? Come on. We got to write about Fortnite. Fortnite, 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 everything, Fortnite, everything. Who has time to go to Disney World? And play for charity. We have hard-hitting titty streamer journalism to write about. So, yeah, that bothers me. That I take time out every year now to come here. Maybe if they had a... Maybe if IGN and Gensler have a smaller booth at E3, they could afford to a little more to charity. Good God. Right? It's like they have this gigantic fucking booth, and it's all for, like, a small stage. It sinks up so much floor space, and there's nothing happening. And no one's allowed in it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like, look how big my dick is. That's basically what it is. Like, Yeah. The IGN booth, especially. I got a great award for them this year. We've, we've done it now two years, right? It was... uh. We we gave them best rival website in 2016. In 2017, we gave them best three-letter URL. <laughs> right? Right. I remember that. This year, I'm going to give them best hermetically sealed booth. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, too, because I know I know one of their editors, their video guy, James. Super nice guy. and uh, But, like, yeah, it's just it's the company. It's a corporation. Oh, no. I have friends over there. You know, Cassidy from our staff. Yeah. She's over there. Yeah, Um 
Justin Davis, former editor in chief of Modojo, he's over there. Uh, I've worked with him at games at a ton of different sites. He's a good guy. I am not hating on the individuals there at all, but come on. I mean, they all got to work. I know, but when you're a multi million dollar company, you should be donating to charity, and they're not. So come on, let's do something, guys. Yeah, capitalism, they got to make money. Get over here. Finish him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, enough charity shaming. I just had to I had to get on my horse there. For no, a I'm second. glad you do. It's good. Uh, it just bothers me when a company owned by CBS is touting their fifteen thousand dollars raised. I'm like, your fucking CEO. Look how that. good we did. You're, it took you seventy two hours. We made eighty grand in a day. And they and they underpay all their editors, yeah. according to the that tweet that that guy did. Oh yeah, don't don't get me started on that. That was two weeks ago. Enough. Have you ever tried not being poor? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> See ya. Did we, did we check off everything? We did check off Breath everything. of the Wild Game of the Year. Nine. I did my balls update. You I got beat, balls on my phone. I beat Celeste. I've got big balls. I beat you Celeste. Got, oh, that's great. Did you get all the strawberries? No. You know, I walked outside. You're like, and I got the strawberry. I'm like, he's talking about Celeste again. God damn it. Yeah, I was worried you were out there for so long on the phone. I'm like, oh my god, everything's okay. And I pick my head out, and I got the strawberries. What I hear, and I'm like, oh my god, he's talking about Celeste. I can't stop. <laughs> it's my game of the year right now. Right now. Does game of the year have to be ten out of ten? No. Okay. It's just what you think is the game of the year. And right now, I'm not a huge fighter guy. I think Fighters is really good. Fighters is great. I think uh, I think it'll end up in the top ten most likely. I think Monster Hunter World's probably a really good game. Yes, um, and I, I'll play it, but I know it's good. I just I've done it. I've been through that grind. I don't. It feels like work after a while. It does. Yeah. You know, and I like it. There's they got their systems right. They got the crafting right. They got the cooking right. It's fun, but I just don't have the time for it. You know, I don't want to sink that much time into it. We're talking to Scott about it. he spends it's like all he can play now is Monster Hunter. Yeah, I mean, I just never been in a fan. I got it on the 3DS to try, it and I just was not a fan. But yeah, Celeste right now is my game of the year. Sea of Thieves when it comes out is gonna probably vault above it. Smash Brothers has to be in there somewhere, I'm sure. Maybe. Um, I like I said, I haven't. That's late in the year though, so. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. That's what I mean. Like right now, my one game that i would say is game of the year is celeste it's excellent it's excellent platforming masterful level design awesome music i would say this to you right now about this do you think what do you think will be playable at nintendo with the d3 this year metroid i would be shocked if metroid is not playable yes because they announced it last year metroid and smash brothers yeah they'd have to june Mm -hmm. yeah they'd have to be playable Maybe like, or like behind closed doors play, but no, they have to be playable. They don't do behind closed doors anymore. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Oh, you just don't know about it. <laughs> I, know, I go upstairs. I take the appointment. I go upstairs. I see Reggie running around upstairs. One of these years, we just have to get. Were you with me when Reggie handed me a gamepad? No, that was yeah. That was when am I ever with you, dude? E three. Very, very rarely. <laughs> That's true. I only see you at the end of the day at E3. I just remember having dinner one night, and they're like, have Greg do it. He's not busy. And I looked at him like, like you not know my schedule, man? Like, 
That was fucking hilarious. And you looked at me too because you knew my, my my Google Calendar schedule. You're like, yeah, Greg's like, you know, only doing nine thirty to six thirty every day for three days. You know what I mean? Like every half hour somewhere else. No worries. Like, well, let's throw it out. We'll be able to do yeah, it. Let's just get Greg to do it. He's not busy. That's become like our running gag now. Shag. <laughs> All right, you're not busy either. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah. It's, it's now it's now both of us. Um. No. What else would be playable? I don't know. Metroid Hunter. Metroid. They'll have the Splatoon single player, I'm sure. No, because that's coming out before E3. Yeah, it'll be out already. So. F-Zero? It would have to be, don't know. It's going to have to be Smash Brothers. I think their whole booth's going to be Smash Brothers. Like their whole booth was Mario. I think their whole booth's going to be Smash Brothers. They know. They know. They know how popular it is. They fucking know. Yeah. Maybe they're going to do like an esports thing there too. Have their have their esports athletes at the booth doing tournaments and stuff. You know what we could do is like because we get to go on the floor t- Monday night, mm-hmm. Monday, yeah. right? They're setting their booth up. We could just see what the booth looks like and be like, "Yep, Smash Brothers." You know what I mean? Like, no, man, they put that curtain around it. We peek in. I know. And yeah. they go, "Oh, sorry, we're from Germany. We don't under we don't understand." And they just run. <laughs> Quick story. Oh God. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> First year of the GameCube at E3. Um, this was this was 2001. Okay. I got the first hands-on with the controller. I we were just walking by West Hall and the door was open. This was before this was before 9/11, right? So there's no security. It wasn't like it is now. Uh, so I'm I see it. I see the GameCube, right? I'm like, it's not on or anything, but I got hands on the GameCube controller before any other website because I ran in there and touched it. And then the security guard's like, hey, and you can run out and be like, I touched the GameCube controller. And it's the most comfortable controller in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wrote up an article about it and we were the first people to have hands on the GameCube controller at E3. And it was because I broke the rules. <laughs> they were Nazis about it this year with the pictures. Because I had the exhibitor badge, and they're like, no pictures, no pictures. Oh, yeah, before the show. What? Yeah, what? no pictures. Oh, yeah. But guess who had pictures up before anyone else? Hi, Jen. Mm-hmm. GameSpot. Yeah. No fucks given. No. Punish us. See what happens. Okay. I can't wait to come here. going, okay, you don't get review copies anymore. Wait, what? But we're IGN. Sorry. Hey, That's Shaq News, good. you're cool. <laughs> I wish. You expect embargoes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they... <laughs> that would be that would be the day, Craig. That would be the day. Like I said, it was a quick story about me breaking rules and getting hands on with the GameCube controller. It we'll was go so inside long. and I'll take pictures. <laughs> I, um, won't, I won't hashtag anything. I'm trying to think what else would be playable. I think the new F Zero game that would be. No, you're one. not getting F Zero, man. You're not getting it. I'm sorry. Mm, maybe Donkey Konga. If David Craddock he'd say he said Resident Evil. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Um. I don't know what else would be playable. I don't think there's going to be any Resident Evil news at this E3 at all. No. This is the Monster Hunter it's year. It's very disgruntled. Japanese companies are very disgruntled when they have to remake a game they've already made and been successful. They don't like that. That's why they're putting Luigi's Mansion on 3DS. <laughs> Fine. You take it on 3DS. <laughs> like, screw you. Uh... Yeah, I, I don't they don't know. like doing that. They don't like doing it. It's old. It's boring. Yeah, they want to do something new. Yeah, they don't like doing that. I, under- I understand that. I understand that from an art perspective. I get it. Um, 
But it, I can respect that, though, because at the same time, it's not like they're just like... They can't just think that Smash is the only game that's going to be able to carry this system this year. No, but like, remember the booth last year was all Mario. I know. It's going to be before, all Smash. The year before, it was all Zelda. It's going to be all Smash. I guarantee you. I'm, I, I bet you five space bucks is going to be all Smash. Yeah, you're probably right. But Metroid... Who all it's okay coin flip it's all Metroid or all Smash right because it flip. could be all Metroid if they really want to push Metroid if you go by their pattern since it was Zelda decked out Mario decked out it would make sense to do Metroid decked out right so it's either Metroid or Smash and then what they could do with Smash remember when they did the Nintendo World Championships at E3 mm-hmm. they could do a Smash tournament at the Nokia Theater. That's always fun playing a fighting game you've just picked up. <laughs> What's going on? What do they do? Oh, God. Yeah. I'm dying. Maybe they won't do that. They did that a couple years ago. Yeah. It was awful. We didn't get an invite. I know. We won't again either. Um, but I do have a bet with Eddie from Gollum Harris. Yes. Virtual Boy 2 confirmed. Yeah. If LeBron James goes to the LA Lakers, I have to buy him tickets to the season opener. If LeBron James stays in Cleveland... He has to give me exclusive early access to Virtual Boy 2. Pretty sweet deal, right? I think it's a great deal. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I... It's a bold strategy to see if it pays off for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if it pays off. But uh, I think I confirmed Virtual Boy 2. I got him. I didn't even run with it. I should have run with it. I would not... You know, obviously, I would not put it past me. Real talk about Nintendo making a headset. Because... If you look at the Power Glove, this is what I love about Nintendo. Same thing recently. You look at the Power Glove from like 1987 or whatever. Yeah. It didn't work. It was a piece of garbage. Did not did not work. My parents made me return it. But if you look at the setup, how it was supposed to work and what its goal was, and then fast forward to 2005 when the Wii came out. Six. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. That was the Power Glove. Like, oh my God. This is the exact same stuff that they didn't like. And they did the Virtual Boy. So like fast forward 30 years later, there's going to have to be something that's. That works better than the. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't. I think HMDs are. They're not doing well. You think they're like now will pass? I don't think a tethered HMD is the answer. But like when you look at like tablet, right? Tablet gaming was never a thing. It was starting to be a thing, but not really. I mean, people yeah. made approvals for it, but then like they're like, "Hey, look at our system." They're like, "Holy shit!" And everyone's pointing to it now. It's because it has controllers. I, I don't think Nintendo's the company that will crack the HMD nut. Yeah, you don't think they're going to try to do Virtual Boy 2? No. They're, it's like... They got... They got they fired the creator of the Game Boy over that. Over Virtual Boy? Yeah, over the failure of Virtual Boy. That was so bad. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to do that. It took like nine AA batteries or something. It took a lot of batteries. I remember the controller weighing a ton. It was just flat out terrible <laughs> i remember the first time i used it because my friend got one because mm-hmm. my friend had wore a lot of money and we were like i was thinking to it and like i remember the first thing i said afterwards i said whoa and then my eyes hurt that's what i said <laughs> yeah it gave it gave me a headache i was like ow i played the red tennis game and i was like this gave me a headache <laughs> and I'm like i'm done um but yeah they fired the creator of the game boy over how badly that went they fired the guy over the power glove i don't know I don't think so. You're creative. They put him in the dungeon. Yeah. 
You don't get to go. You make new system. <laughs> he makes the Wii and like, oh, okay, you come out now. <laughs> I don't think that was the same guy. I'd have to go do some homework on that, but I'm not sure who made the, the power glove. Anyway, it was just impressive to see that technology, even though it didn't work. They're forward the thinking, yeah. and the Wii U is a perfect example of that. They had an idea there. They just didn't get it right. Hmm. No, I think they had. I think the NX is already being developed, and they're like, eh, this is in between. Should we just make this a console? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just think it was like an attempt to do dual screen gaming because they already had the Second DS screen stuff. Yeah, yeah. They they had an idea. It didn't hit. The idea that did hit was that everyone wanted a portable gamepad. Then they were like, "Huh." You know, it's funny though is that Sony did that first with the PSP. One of the versions of the PS3 had the Link Play, where you could play it anywhere. Mm-hmm. You leave your PS on four at home, and you or PS3, mm-hmm. and you could play it on your PSP, running around. You know, the good old on the bus, and it never picked up. Yeah, and it was because it didn't work right, or I don't know. I think only it was only supported by a handful of games. That and also the graphic fidelity of the PSP was nowhere near what Switch is. No, it was a mirrored thing. It was sending you a signal. Yeah, yeah, which means you needed data. Yeah. That was the problem. Sony got it wrong because they said, you're going to have this PlayStation, you're going to have this PlayStation, you're going to have this PlayStation. You're going to have the PlayStation TV, you're going to have the PlayStation 3, you're going to have the PlayStation Portable. Nintendo's like, no, you're going to have one thing. That was the genius of the Switch. That's what they got right. You know? And it, I'm just very happy to see them back in the game. The gaming industry is better off when Nintendo is healthy. It makes Microsoft sweat. It makes Sony keep pressing forward. You know? Because Sony could have just rested on their laurels if Switch didn't come out. You know? I think I think Microsoft's reason now, realizing now that they should have realized that the launch was that, like, it's a price war. If you, call, if you price your console lower, it's going to sell better. Yeah. Also, they completely missed... They made this thing that was going to be your living room computer. Oh, Connect? Yeah, and no one wanted it. No, not just Connect, but the UI of Xbox One. Oh, they wanted it to work with like your cable box. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to be the set-top box, and they couldn't. But here's the thing. Cable providers are down like 20-something percent this year. What, in subscribers? Yeah. yeah. At least in California, because me and, me and my wife, me and Nicole, we don't have a cable. Oh, I've famously cut the cord, and I am a huge proponent of... Uh, YouTube TV. I think YouTube TV is the future. It's unlimited DVR, <laughs> portable in the in the cloud. If I'm watching something on my phone, and then I pause it, I go to my Apple TV. I can start right where I left off. That should have been Apple. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Steve Jobs is dead. What was the same? If like wishes were something and. It's my dad said it, it all the time, and I can't remember. If ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd, we'd all be eating rich or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. <laughs> if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, Steve Jobs would never have died of cancer. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. If and buts were candies and nuts, we'd have a new F Zero game. Wah. Wah. What if there was a new F Zero game? You could rub it in my face. Can rub it in my face. You can go, ha! See, I was right. I'm not crazy. Then run screaming in the opposite direction. If if it's announced, I'm not. I'm gonna be too happy to put it in your face. I don't think so, man. I really don't think so. You're wrong. They've made a bunch of F Zero clones and they never do well. 
And Who's I, they? And I realize it's not F Zero. Who's they? What's that? That not the Hydro Thunder one. The other one that we did that everyone that they had in Nintendo Direct. It was like F Zero, and it wasn't. It was a Fast Racing Neo. Yeah, didn't do well. That's not F Zero. But that's the thing. It's the same type of game, and I think Nintendo looks at that and says, "Hmm, these didn't sell well. We're not going to do F Zero." You know what I mean? Like, I know it's a brand. I get it. That it's a brand, but like, I don't think they. I don't think they think racing games do very well. They made Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart, dude. This isn't F-Zero, though. They, the last one they made was for the GameCube, and then they made an arcade version, right? And that was it. No, they made one for DS. It was bad. They shouldn't have made that one. Well, there you go. Like They were like, ah, oh, it didn't do well. Next. They made a crappy one. Yeah, but then like... And they changed the controls. They made it was a, bad. They made a crappy Star Fox, too, and then they made another Star Fox, and it was terrible. I hate how you always bring up Star Fox when I talk about F-Zero. They're different games. I know they're different games, but they're the same family. No, they're not. Super Nintendo. What were the four games you played on Super Nintendo? Star Fox, F-Zero, Super Mario World, Mario Kart, Zelda. That's five games. Sorry. Those are like the five core games. You that, missed like, Pilot Wings. I never played Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings was awesome. I played the N64, and I was like, what is this game? I would like stand there, and I would good. hover, and I'd just fall. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Pilot Wings 64 <laughs> was not good. But Pilot Wings showed off Mode Seven graphics almost as well as anything. I'll have to else. look at it and see what it was. I never, never played it on uh, on SNES. It was really good. Never played into the past either. What the fuck's wrong with you? When they get on the hey, you didn't play Link Between Worlds. Yeah, but I don't like the 3DS. I'm gonna pull you 70 million units. <laughs> I I should rephrase. <laughs> I liked the 3DS for years. <laughs> Until? When the Wii U came out, I started playing Wii U games. Mm-hmm. And then when the Switch came out, I started playing Switch games. The, the 3DS just never felt good in my hands. You need the grips. I have grips. That's the system that I didn't like. I also hate the analog on it. Yeah, the analog's garbage. I just don't like it. I don't. Well, 70, not... 70 million people liked it, so... No, I get it. I, I, I really I really was so shocked when they didn't abandon it. I was like, just dude, focus on Switch. There were some things that were really good on it. I played a lot of it from the first three years of it. I played a lot. But when Link Between Worlds came out on it instead of instead of Wii U, I was annoyed. You were pretty upset. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, come on. This The thing that bugs... Because we didn't get a Zelda. No. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. Breath of the Wild came out on Wii the U. The port, yeah. No, it was for Wii U. It was developed for Wii U. That's why Mario Odyssey runs better than Breath of the Wild. It's the only reason Breath of the Wild didn't get a 10 out of 10. was that it had horrible pop-in. Pop-in. And frame rate drops big time in the Lost Woods. Huge frame rate drops. It's the only reason it didn't get a 10 out of 10. I kind of regret not giving it a 10 out of 10. But I didn't review it. That's true. But, like, you know, you're, you're right, though. Like, it's... The thing that bugs me is that, like, looking at the history of their portables, right? So, from Game Boy to Game Boy Advance to Game... Like, they, they weren't afraid to drop support of it when the new system came out. Like, why now are they afraid to drop support for the 3DS? Yeah. That's what I don't understand. When Game Boy Advance came out, I didn't see any Game Boy games still coming out. Like, after a month, it was dead. And then when, when Game Boy... Uh, DS came out. I didn't see any more Game Boy Advance games coming out. You know what I mean? Like, there's like one or two that are like late to the game that come out, but they're not first party. Yeah, this is different. And then like, and then of course you get 3DS, and then DS is dead. So like, I don't understand why they don't just kill off the 3DS and be like, you're gonna have to buy a Switch. Sorry. I think it's because 
Switch isn't really a portable system. When I was in Japan, I was looking around. I, I think the train is a good indicator for what Do people, people have. Did 3DSs? Yeah. People still play 3DS on the train because it fits in your pocket. Switch doesn't fit in your pocket. That's the difference. You know what people play on the train in Japan? Cell phones. PSP. No. Cell phones. Mobile games are huge over there. That Final Fantasy game is massive over there. I hate that game. It's a timer game. I hate that fucking game. It's bad. See, their booth at TwitchCon was huge. You should have seen their booth at, at Tokyo Game Show. It was massive. They hired Conan O'Brien to advertise for them. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. And guess what? Nope. United States is like, nope, stupid game. And I'm glad. I'm glad they're like, stupid game. But that's an example of regional success. It's huge in Japan. I also hated that they hired Conan O'Brien because as a guy, as a gamer, like his sketch is funny, but he's making fun of gamers and you hire a gamer. You hire a guy to promote who a game who he doesn't play games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who makes fun of gamers? It's just not a good combination of marketing, in my opinion. No. We talked about a lot of video games this podcast. Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild. 11, 12, 13. Let's see, did I hit all Bad Kitty's bingos? We talked about Breath of the Wild. You mentioned Kirby. I'm not, Kirby's not one of them. Uh, Balls is. And then Celeste. Yeah, I hit three. I can't remember what her other one is. Yeah, I think that's that's a good show. It's a good show, man. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm glad we got past the extra life tilted stuff. We have to go back again tomorrow. I get to do my Y tomorrow. You did your Y today. I did do my Y today, which was cool. I I did not film a Y extra life last year because I didn't know where to go. <laughs> it was my first year here. I was kind of. Where do I go? You know, <laughs> what I, do I do? I, I I didn't really know anybody last year. I, I I made friends last year, but like the first few days, I didn't know what was going on. I was just trying to compete. Uh, this year, I you know, kind of had my bearings. Is this a lot better with the second person? Way better. We're okay. bringing another person. It's like next Homer, year. this is a lot better with the second person spinning in the chairs. We need another person. We need to bring as many people here as we can, honestly. We need to get the game list and be like, all right, who's good at these games? Yeah. <laughs> and we have our own ringers this year, next year. Yeah, and maybe even reach out to the chatty and bring some people from the chatty here. My wife's actually really good at board games, by the way, FYI. I know. She's really competitive at board games. She'll, yeah, she'll. So, yeah, let's get Nicole here. But I, I really think we need to we need to come back here with a vengeance because we still haven't won any money. And that makes me angry. I feel, so bad. I feel like we let the kids down. I don't because I gave them a shit ton of money <laughs> last year. Remember South Park? I just pictured that hospital and the kids going, no hope. Yeah. No hope. <laughs> then I just faced the credits. I've let them all down. No, they're fine. Um, but we're gonna try. We'll we'll try harder. Um, and we still have our extra life bucks that we can gamble with tomorrow. I'm gonna auction off my Disney passes. I think that's a good idea. Because uh, there are people that are staying till like Monday, right? So that y- you'll be able to that already used them or maybe wasted them. You know, like yeah. already like went in for an hour and wasted them. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. You look tired. No, no, no. I just someone notified me of something. My stupid wrist. I got a screen on I my feel, wrist. I feel so bad because I send you messages like like three, you're three or four in the morning your time, but it says you're snoozing. So I'm assuming you'll just get up and see it in the morning and then you respond. And I'm like, fuck, I wasn't expecting them to read it. Like, yeah, I mean, a lot of the time I'm, I'm up late. I play video games late at night. That's Lola what, keeps you up. So no, she's usually crashed out, man. Sleepy Lola. She sleeps on the couch with me and then. And she goes into her little Mickey Mouse bed. I still have to get her a toy before I leave. 
I don't know. Do they sell Mickey Mouse toys for dogs here? Yeah, we can take a look at this store tomorrow. I need to find some dog toys for her because there's her birthday's coming up. Oh God. I know. So I got I gotta get her something good. We used to do stuff for our animal, but we realized she's a cat, so we're just like, eh. No, Lola's. No, dogs are different, but cats are just like whatever. No, was... Lola cares when I get her something. She's like really excited and like hoards it and like. She gets very excited when she gets a new toy. We give... Uh, and you know, she has a shit ton of toys. She does. <laughs> and beds. Nessie gets really excited when we give her... We give her cat litter once a year for Christmas. Catnip. Catnip. Cat litter. Cat, I was cat like, nip. God, you change her cat no, litter cat, once a year? Catnip. And uh, we give her the concentrated stuff, and we put it in a baggie, and we show it to her, and then she starts rolling over it, and then like five minutes into here, and she's running back and forth. And she's just freaking out. And it's hilarious. She just runs all over the house. And we're just like, okay, she's having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do my usual wrap up. If you're going to tweet. No, 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 no. What? Good. Oh, yeah. In the soapbox. In my band? Did no. I just ban myself? I just feel no. like I said something I should ban no, myself. No, no. I usually do like go to shacknews.com for your news, reviews, previews, interviews. And thanks for everyone who commented in the chatty thing on the Nintendo Direct. It was it made me laugh. Some of the comments are really funny. Yeah, that was a great thread. You guys are really funny. You guys, are, I was like laughing out loud multiple times. That's the whole thing about the LOL script, <laughs> Greg. So dying. If you haven't been to LMNOPC, check it out. Tom W. created a script for our forum that incentivizes people to be funny. And that's what makes our community great. The LOLs. The LOL script. God bless Tom W. Wish I could see it on Firefox, but whatever. You can. Really? There's a. It's called Violent Monkey. Is the name of the script. Okay. You can ask Dognose. He knows. Okay. If you post a thread, and summon Dognose to it, he will explain to you how to put the law script on Firefox. Got it. Um, he's one of our mods. Will do. Uh, he's fantastic. Good to know. Uh, but yeah, go to shacknews.com/slash/chatty for the world's best online community. I will fight you if you say otherwise. Name a better one. You got nothing. No, you were going to ban me if I said something. Aha! Aha! No, I'm in your mind! It's all mind games here! In the- <laughs> okay. So I didn't ban Greg yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> go to youtube.com slash Shaq News Games because the guy who has slash Shaq News is a jerk. <laughs> go to youtube.com slash GamerHub Videos because Gamer Hub was a horrible name and terrible SEO. We're going to have a ton of GDC videos on that in a couple weeks. On Gamer Hub? Yeah. Okay. A ton on the Gamer Hub YouTube. Ton. Absolutely. Why? What? Why? We got more subs on. Do we, why do we have more subs? Gamer Hub. Really? 6,000 more subs. Okay, but we're catching up. Well, it's good to put them on Gamer Hub too because since we're everything, if we start flooding Shaq news with like random celebrity interviews people are gonna unsubscribe oh okay 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 yeah but the the good dev interviews need to go over Shaq. stuff that you do specifically that will i think will do well on Shaq. we put on Shaq news yeah we're excited we're gonna be at the game developers choice yes awards, which is my favorite award show of the year absolutely now well, the Shaq news awards are better but good the game be. developer choice awards are gonna be great it's it's a fun time. It's devs giving awards to devs and devs presenting awards to devs. So it's just better. It's quirkier. It's dorkier. I love it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Shack News at GamerHub TV, right? Yeah. And all oh, Modojo is pretty much just there. Modojo website. 
it's been absorbed. In yeah, the it's been absorbed so to the if, Gamer if, Umbrella. If you go on Shack, there's a ton of guides for mobile gaming. The Modojo at Shack News tag is there, so you can just click on that. And we have a lot of iPhone guides. Like I didn't know that you can use Siri with text. Because <laughs> honestly, she sucks for voice recognition, so it's kind of great that I can just text. There's things that I want to use Siri for. Reminders. Great. I did this location-based reminder because I, I go to El Rincon down in Canton. This is Mexican place. And they always give me my number for my order. I always forget. So I'm like, remind me when I get to El Rincon that my number is 32. So it uses location to know when to remind you. That's kind of cool. Uh, so I used that last a couple weeks ago. I really liked it. So yeah, we have guides there. Click the link and read the article. Little soapbox. If you're on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to us through a series of tubes, right? And you're on social media, which I know most of you are. <laughs> and let's say you're on Twitter or Facebook. I don't know why you're on Facebook. But yeah, we're on Facebook, by the way, if you want to follow us there. I, I Or like us or whatever the fuck they call it. Fuck that fucking website. <laughs> if you're on there and you see our <laughs> post and you decide to like it or share it, Click the link, watch the video, listen to the podcast. It helps you become a more informed reader and a more informed sharer of information. And it helps prevent the sharing of fake news, which is a big problem these days, Greg, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. It's a huge problem. So become a more informed reader and sharer of information. Click the link. Do it for Shack News. Please. I didn't get banned on the Chatty Cast. Bend. You don't fucking talk to me like that, you little piece of shit. Get the fuck up. Get the fuck up. Now, do we have a problem? No, sir. No, Mr. Mouse. No, Mr. Mouse. Oh, that's good, because I thought we had a problem for a minute there, huh? All right, now, get out there and make me some goddamn money. Good. Damn it. <laughs> so go out there and do it for Shaq News. Government of the people, for the people, by the people. speech. The First Amendment protects material, presumptively. We don't talk about uh, harassing and sexually brutalizing women in my music, man. We don't do that in my music, man. I'm tired of you saying that. We've got white dollar people trying to crap our style, saying we're too nasty and we're too live. Corrupted politicians playing games, bringing us down to boost their fame. They must be joking, thinking we were poor, but they're like flies moving the wall. We stand tall from beginning to end, with help from fans and all our friends. Freedom of speech will never die. For us to have, our ancestors died. Don't keep thinking that we will quit. We'll always stand and never sit. We're too live, too black, too strong. Doing the right thing and not the wrong. So listen up, y'all, to what we say. We won't be banned in the USA.